Uh, should we do a clap sync? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Cool. Oh, you got it. Okay. I, I mean, you. We can do more. You, right. you can do three. a second one. Yeah. No, do three. Whatever, just whatever you need, Grant. Yeah. Go. Three, uh, two, one. We. All right. <clears throat> I'll bring it in here. <clears throat> Welcome to Thought Cops, coming to you live from the mean streets of Neo Chicago. I am Officer Kevin. I'm Officer Grant. Grant, I love that rendition. I love when you came in and helped me out. You dropped a yeah, sick Remixed it. That was amazing, man. I've been what? listening to remixes lately. Do you know what uh, Gen Z does? Um, they're not actually doing this, but they listen to people that do this. This is because of uh, TikTok. Is, uh, oh, yeah. You take a song that's already popular. And you speed it up, and you call it a remix. That may, that works. That's kind of like vaporwave. They just slowed it down, you know. You know. Yeah. And I love vaporwave. So, oh well. Uh, how's it going, Grant? Fine. Awesome. Let's give a warm welcome to a brand new guest to the show because we have with us tonight Zeon Gross. How is it going, Zeon? It's doing so good. Uh, I, I do need to ask: Am I being uh, detained tonight? Or, uh, or am I no, just one of these? Another one of these? Oh, does that happen? Oh no, I'm so <laughs> under another one of these. Oh. All right, just uh, throw yeah. me in. Listen, just because care. you think that the only two maritime laws that apply to you are actually, I'm not going to go down that path. I'm not going to say on that. <laughs> Honestly, anything you would have said to me, I probably it would have went right over my head. I would have just stuck my arms out anyways. So I, it's, I, I know you're right. I had it easy. No, I don't. I, I, the guy I absolutely one don't. time that thought that he was a sovereign citizen and he was telling me about maritime law and how there's only two laws that uh, are actually laws that you can break. And it's uh, murder and then uh, like sexual assault sort of. Uh, okay. Thing. Those are the only two laws. You guys were talking the about this at work. You, uh, yeah. Yeah. Very healthy These, work. Discussion. This is the type of people I work with. <laughs> just killing sometimes. the time. Yeah. You get bored, I guess. Yeah. One of the more imagine, normal yeah. people. Yeah, just a little small talk. So, what kind of crimes have you committed? Yeah, he was just going off. And yeah, I mean, I, this, I got uh, stories upon stories. Was this Starbucks, Grant? No. Okay. No. This is, I may be employed there right now. Okay, so I, I, won't, I, won't ask it, any, but, I won't ask yeah. any further. But what I will do, I'm going to change hats here for a little bit because we have with us this evening... Uh, uh, Zeon from Nintendo Whoa! Life. Oh man! So I got, I got and my Mario, Mario cap on. I, I just I have a Mario cap, but it's like up in the, it's up in the, up in the rafters up there, hanging on. And a, speaking of rafters, folks, thing. if you're not watching at YouTube.com/slash/thoughtcops, you can see Zeon's amazing setup. It looks like it basically it's so much better than ours. It makes our well, rooms look true. like crap. Absolutely garbage. Sometimes I wish I could start over because, like, I'm at the point now where it's like stressful buying video games now because i'm like oh god Where do you put like, it? It, it, that's a thing absolutely yeah. and then like oh i only need four more games for my 3ds collection and they're all gonna go up in price soon probably Ugh. so i mean mm-hmm. i don't know don't even don't even go here don't even try it just yeah because you were saying you you moved a couple years ago and like i i have mm-hmm. i very much also have a collector's mindset but i feel like that has dwindled over the years because i've moved so many times in my adult life and it sucks to move a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I like, moved with all of it. Like, I I mean, I man. left some things like behind. Like, I have a Nintendo Wii U kiosk uh, from like a GameStop that I left at my uh, at my family's house. Yeah. Yeah. And sorry. I didn't like I didn't bring that. But yeah, otherwise it was like, I don't know, like eight totes of video games, maybe 10. Uh, but it's it's also gotten worse since I moved here because uh, that's I don't know. I just uh, you set up don't shop. know people. So I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to go game shopping today instead. Well, 
It's your job now. You can use that excuse. It's my Thank job you. to collect yeah, write this it stuff. off. It's technically yeah. a business expense at this point. Yeah. You should uh, go go to an old McDonald's and harvest one of those N64s that might still be at one or two Dude, across the I, country in I, Ohio. I found somewhere. one of those. Yeah, yeah, it was like four, three or four years ago. They had uh, they had one with GameCubes set up. It was like some. It was in. It might have actually been in Illinois or or Wisconsin. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, they had uh, some like Madden and then they had Sonic Adventure 2 set up and I was wearing a Sonic Adventure 2 lanyard when we found it so it was just like melting my brain uh, but like and that's that's what I live for though is like walking into a, a place and seeing some old relic that like kids don't care about anymore but us geezers that like love Mario hats uh, we, we do absolutely um, I'm gonna have to grab mine at some point now I won't I won't right now but I, I, will. I have a Luigi hat but it's it's all the way over there I'm not going to <laughs> That's great. I feel that. Thanks for the commitment. Whatever. I prepped you on this. I Look, said I'm I, put, I put on all. I put on all this. I'm in incognito mode. Look, hey, hey, who do I look like? Uh, I mean, oh you, my god, he's the guy from the browser. Yeah, oh, right. I was thinking he was like some kid, like trying to fit in in the back of like a metal show, or maybe hey, that's, even that's an EDM also me. show. Who's like, have, he's you having know, a great was, time, not talking to anyone. <laughs> That's also me, uh, but no, that's not who I. I was actually thinking what the neighborhood watch guy, but he's wearing like a fedora. Oh yeah, so never dude, mind. that used to scare me when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Like he like, doesn't look like he's keeping you safe. He's coming for you. Well, exactly. I think that, that was yes. the point, right? He's the he's the burglar guy. Oh, I guess uh, that's a good point. But it does. I think I, so. It feels like it should be a a safe. Like you look at it, and you should feel safer. That's but, what it's supposed to seem like he's looking over you. But like I straight up had <laughs> nightmares about that. And Grant, you are triggering me right now. I'm not uh, even kidding. I remember being four years old. I had a nightmare where that guy walked in the house and robbed us. <laughs> that guy does have a name. It actually happened. Uh, yes. Well, in my dream, it happened. But OK, OK. Yeah. It, and do you guys remember the uh, the firefighter stickers that they throw in the windows too to like that's that all vaguely that familiar for me have, too. Yeah, like yeah. It lives in this room or something. So like, oh, better go break that window and get him out. Yeah, uh, the neighborhood watch guy's name is Boris the Burglar. Whoa, what? he is a burglar. Wow. Oh, okay. Because they're I, doing I neighborhood assume... watch because they're looking for a man in a fedora looking past his hood like this. Because, of course, all criminals look That's like that. That's what they look like. That's their uniform. See, I always thought he was supposed to be like the mascot. Like, I thought he was like a private eye. Oh, yeah. That, all, yeah, that yeah, totally. sort of With makes that... a little bit of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't realize he actually had eyes either. That's actually scarier. He kind of looks like there's that one like Hanna Barbera cartoon character that's like um oh I think God. you are thinking of what... you, I think you are thinking of like Boris from Rocky and Bullwinkle. I wonder if that's where it's from. If the government just sort of yeah, this is ours now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they did with uh, Smokey or whatever. Yeah, government the government is allowed to do IP theft. That's uh what what do you the call that instance. word? Where you uh, take people's uh, land, uh, eminent domain. Yeah, something like that. that for they're actually taking Zwick from us, Grant. I don't know if you heard about that. But ah, thank God. He's going to be the mascot for, uh, they're opening a Raising Canes, and he's going to be the mascot. I have so much to learn. Yeah. So, we know Zwick, we love you. We love all the good work we've do- you've done for us, but, you know. Wait, hold on a second. I just turned on closed captioning. What the hell? Ooh. Closed captioning for what? Zoom. Zoom has closed captioning. Apparently, yeah, it just says show yeah. caption, and I'm trying to turn it off now. Did I turn? There's a oh no, it was Did me. I, I think I, I clicked okay. this something by accident. I'm just gonna anyway. close a little X. Yeah, just now close it out. 
But uh, Zeon, speaking of your amazing collection behind you, I see you've got like a Ness, a uh, big Ness plushie back there. That's amazing. Oh man, that's so sick. I don't know if he's going to stay, but maybe oh, he'll, he'll just take a nap there for a little bit. How's that sound? And you've got, I see, you, I said Majora's Mask back there. Yeah. Pikachu's. Uh, man, we got a lot to talk about because you, I wanted to mention, you work for the YouTube channel Nintendo Life, and I am a big fan of you guys. Thanks, um, man. Every time there is a Nintendo Direct, I'm like, I can't wait to hear what those guys over there have to say about it. You and Alex and Felix. And then, hey, you know what? We, we planned this episode weeks in advance. Lo and behold, by complete coincidence, there happened to be a Nintendo Direct as of this record yesterday. So I wanted to ask you, I did listen, I did watch the video, but I wanted to ask you one on one. We'll drop the bullshit of all the, the, uh, the pleasured, whatever. I just want to say, what sure. did you pleasantries. think? Pleasantries. Pleasantries. Thank the you. Pleasured Graham. whatevers. Well, the, the, nice thing too, the nice thing too, is that we always, when we record our discussions, uh, which we always like whenever direct happens without fail, we're always recording one and getting it up within like, you know, as quick as we can. Uh, yeah, last yeah. night, last night, like because of the 2 PM direct, it took us a little bit longer. Uh, and there was so much to talk about in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, you know, we don't always get time to reflect on it because we're speaking about it so fast, but I, I still think that there was a lot of cool stuff this time around. Like I loved, uh, there was that new game called Deca police that got announced. Yeah. That's yeah. By yeah. Level five. And, uh, and like, that's what I, I want to keep seeing new IP and just weird ideas from these different companies. Cause it feels like too often now we just keep getting the same, like franchise just spit out over and over again, or like a, a spinoff in that series. Like, uh, we talked about a new Hyrule Warriors game coming out and that made me want to like vomit on the spot. Cause I'm that so would... done with that. No. Um, so, you know, like I, I think this direct was, I think it, it catered to a lot of like classic players because it gave us all this old stuff that we haven't, you know, that we've been wanting for a while. Like we didn't get any snowboard kids like your shirt says. Damn it. Uh, but hey, it could, it could happen. Uh, I mean, they at least made that shirt recently. So that's, that's, a I know. I'm right like, f- hey, fingers crossed. Are we getting a snowboard's ki- a snowboard kids revival? God, I hope so. Dude, our, our editor has been playing snowboard kids actually. Like he, he, uh, he lives in Europe and he bought the, the North American N64 cart because it runs oh, like yeah, better yeah. than the 50 hertz one. Uh, so I mean, dude, he's right there with you on snowboard kids. You know, I'll be, I'll be real though. I, I like snowboard kids, but man, that is a janky game. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I played it a few years ago again in the friend's house and I'm like, I mean, this is, I love the music. I love the art style and it is pretty fun. I'm, it's one of those games I remember renting from Blockbuster like maybe twice, two or three times as a kid. And then like going back to it, I'm like, again, I appreciate the charm, but. I'm like that's sort of how I felt about uh, Conquer last time I played it because that was like a you know when you're a kid you're like oh my god they swear in this game and it's like yeah. this holy grail and then you yeah, play see, it I wasn't and you're allowed like, to play it for that reason so yeah me neither Dude, I, I rented that game uh, which I, this is a long story so I'll keep it short but I convinced my grandma to let me rent it somehow I think she like like you know they always ask like oh like are you okay with this and and grandma wants to be cool so she was like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's fine whatever uh but then i got to the point where like you're jumping on a flower's boobs because flowers have boobs yeah uh, girl ones do in in this game right and uh i was playing in the living room like anybody could walk by and see and that big crt or whatever yeah probably family tv must have been yeah 
And, uh, and I wasn't even allowed to play in the living room often either. Cause it was the family TV. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I was playing on that TV and like my grandpa or my mom, or I don't know, somebody saw me and then they took it away. Uh, but, uh, but <laughs> I did like, it right out of there. I do have like a good memory of at least playing it for, I don't know, an hour or something, but, but it is uh very janky. It's not a great platforming game. It's, it's I, so I, I wonder if it still weird, holds up. Yeah. Like I did play um, when they re-added Banjo-Kazooie to the Switch yeah. like a, a year ago. I replayed that. And like to me, that game is still a 10 out of 10. I fucking love that game. I think Banjo is still, still solid. I think because Conquer, you only have like two buttons and it just yeah. it, it feels clunky. It does not yeah, suppose, feel as right, good you can, as like, you attack, remember. You can attack and you can jump and like yeah. you can hover, I think. Um, and then you have like that action button that lets you do like. The, yeah, you get an action stuff. button and that's the only thing that does anything what, and, what i what i do because I, I played it like maybe when i was like 19 or 20 for the first time and i remember the the motif for like the like the, they would switch up a lot like you turn it into different things and do different stuff and i just remember this one part of the game where i turn into a bat and they just don't tell you what to do and i'm like right uh, right. or like the, the thing is like the part, game's constantly changing it's like it's yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like Style reference and, after reference one of them's like you it turns into like saving private ryan and it's just like an impossible yeah. game it just like it does not control very well i think you would be very disappointed to play it it's very mm. funny and very comical and weird I mean, but, I very uh, much appreciate it for what it is because it's like yeah. Rare had been doing mascot platformers for like so long at that point. And then after a while, they're like, we're just going to like make fun of this and make fun of ourselves. And just like, great. I'd love I, to see like a, a re-re-release of it. Yeah. Bring it yeah. Back to its former glory. Maybe do a sequel. When I'll on, never do on it. On Xbox, uh, like on Series X, we have Rare Reaper, or even just regular Xbox One, I guess, mm-hmm. which I forget that's even a thing now. But uh uh rare replay like they they spruced it up there a bit um but i haven't gone back to play that version and i think you know talking about the jankiness too i do remember the frame rate being really jarring especially like in comparison to something like banjo where banjo Mm. is just such a smooth experience and the worlds are also like colorful and 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 even like that game is still always giving you new abilities and making it fresh where conquer's gimmick is like Ah, look at scenes. like we put the matrix and, yeah. in, in in the game and like there's right. the alien oh like the xenomorph wow yeah for sure expect yeah. that uh but i would i would have loved to play it fully like as a kid i think too or even just like get those references too you know um or see like kind of like you said like do do a conquer in like the modern age now with new yeah. like jokes and and trends and stuff but um yeah so sadly there there was no conquer sequel announced no. for the direct uh granted did you, did you watch what? it i'm sure you must have seen like the announcements on twitter no, i just wait for you to tell me <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> that's how this works Zion. i have a separate chat where it's just like n- video game news well no it's we, not even that because he talk knows about i'll talk it in about the it anyway. and i just like mute it because i don't want to <laughs> see all that i don't care you sound like my partner gosh he's like he's like yeah grant is basically my nagging wife He's like, uh, I'm, I'm all, I'm excited about the direct, and he's like, uh, wash your hands before you eat dinner. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I, I'm not gonna wash my hands. Are you it's kidding disgusting. me? Disgusting. So yeah, there was no, I don't know. Well, I did, uh, what I did happened? Like the direct though, I did like it. Just it felt like there was so much, uh, so much that catered to like uh, longtime game fans, I think, but not mm-hmm. in a way that like we got excited. Like it was so many remasters and stuff. You know, like, like I, I thought about it more. Like, I'm so glad that Ghost Trick, which was like a, a DS, like, uh, I was familiar with the game. art style, but I never played it. And I've never, well, I, 
I shouldn't say I've never played it, but I think I, I downloaded, there was like a demo on mobile years ago and I tried it okay. out there, uh, but I just fell off really quick. And uh, it's like a $130 complete in box game on DS now. Oh, God. So I'm stoked <laughs> for people to like have a potentially $20 option for that game now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it just felt like the the presentation was remaster after after port after uh you know just it, it was just a lot of old stuff um but level five brought a lot of really cool things like it was nice to see the fantasy life uh series is coming back from 3ds yeah there, and again there were Layton. some people in our discord that were like freaking out when it got announced i wasn't familiar with that series but sure can we have a like a rundown of what 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 is this what are we talking about i don't know oh, right don't he's pre- pretending I'm like a lay person we went, remember we went on drink a beer and play a game. We talked about the direct the last time it happened. Yeah. And I didn't pay attention at it. <laughs> Why did you go on the show? Drink oh, to promote. <laughs> You're like, I don't care about this. Listen to my listen, podcast. We're all, we're all striving to uh, succeed in this capitalist society. And um, That's whether we like it or not. And I, I'm just here to tell jokes. Well, Grant, the big Keep ones were. I mean, you brought up four already, too. So that was nice. But but you're right. Yeah. Pikmin 4. Yeah. yeah. Looks amazing. And I never I, was super into Pikmin either, but like that, the new camera, the new like camera angle, the music sounds mm-hmm. like it's just very relaxing. And like, I want to go lay in a field of grass while I listen to it. And the dog, like it doesn't have a nose, but it still looks cute. Like you still want to adopt it anyways. It's weird. At least I do. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I, I like it because it's like, it's been so long. I mean, over, uh, let's see, I'm, I'm checking my cl- I'm checking the calendar. Point. Like I have to check my watch. It's been about uh, 10, 11 years since the last I have one. A calendar on my watch. That's awesome, man. It's fine. Um, <laughs> wait, so d- does it look good? Because I have, uh, I never, I never played Pikmin one. And then what, what was the one that came out for uh, switch? Was that? Oh, three? dude, you honestly, I reccommend that one highly Pikmin three deluxe. I played it cause I played because, it on Wii U. I played it. On, I was going to get it, it. And then, and then people were like, ah, it's like a very short game. And I was like, well, well that fuck one, that. that. Is, well, Grant, you can borrow lot? it from me for free. Maybe. Dude, that's the best part about physical physical games. Exactly. Like, yeah. Do you remember that commercial when like there was that PlayStation commercial where it was like Shuhei or somebody like from PlayStation was like handing a physical game to like another employee at Sony and they were like, This is how you let your friends borrow games. When back when like Xbox was like all digital, you can't share anything anymore. Like yeah, and then like nowadays the we shit. have a, a a digital only PS5. Back in my day, right. we used to have Digimon Digital Monsters. Those were the champions. <laughs> well, they still do. They're just not as cool. I still love them, but they're still making, are, are they still right. making Digimon games? Yeah, yeah. They came out the with thing, uh, yeah. I know there's yeah, an anime trading still, cards but... still. Yeah, um, there's there's actually like a Digimon festival happening in LA in like two weeks. Actually, speak of the devil. Like, are you I going to how... that, Grant? Uh, no, but one of one of my Can TikTok you go for videos. <laughs> One of my TikTok videos that still gets kicked into people's algorithms is I did like a modern day Digimon and it's like Ty saying like, Agumon, where are you? Uh, Elon Musk is trying to purchase the entire digital world. And Agumon goes, I can't. I've turned myself into an NFT. People are like, yeah, I need more of this. And I only made like one. That you hurts, but in the best way. Grant, you could have probably got a press pass for this thing. Like, I'm the guy from TikTok who did the You're Digimon my- video. Nineteen thousand likes, yeah, yeah. Nineteen thousand likes, pal. You're a Digimon influencer. You're gonna hear from like the creator of Digimon. I don't know who that is, but you're gonna you're gonna wake up to a bunch of emails. Mr. Digimon. Well, it's 
Because it is like a niche that like nobody's making like everyone's doing modern Seinfeld. Everything's oh, if Seinfeld had Twitter, if Seinfeld had AI, how about if Digimon had Twitter to deal with the horrors <laughs> of the digital world? And in, in this because like back then the Internet was cool. It was mysterious. Right, and now right. it's like we were we're trapped like we're we're yeah. We're, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I, I love like getting us. It's like anime it and games sometimes. of like. The, like the, the late 90s, early 2000s, like uh, right behind me, Serial Experiments Lane is right. such a great series because it's just like on the cusp of like, ooh, the Internet's mysterious and weird and right. crazy. It's this whole and other it's world like, and it's just full of possibilities and potential. And now it's just like, oh, I guess I'd pay eight dollars for Twitter now. Yeah, I, they left that out of the lane, I guess that yeah. must that episode must got cut. Yeah, and, and now you can just like have a. You remember when like Mario Paint was cool, and like you could you or even just like a, I don't know Microsoft Paint was cool, and you yeah, could draw yeah. like these terrible pictures. Well, now you can just have the internet make a picture for you instead. You just you feed it like three words, and it goes. I I can work with that. Way easier. Way easier. Um, but what did you think of Zelda? Because I kind of like I've been like oh, going yeah. back and forth in my head how I feel about it i guess and i feel like people have been like i'm in a group chat people have been pushing well, yeah, back how, how on do it you feel I, i'm I'm curious uh, to hear tell us how you feel Kevin. But, take a seat sit down yeah okay. it looks like the chair reclines yeah. right yeah uh about that far bring, that's um, good bring that's, the are you comfy with you yeah i was gonna say not good for audio so i'll sit forward uh okay but i i don't get me wrong i fucking love breath of the wild amazing game i love the zelda series in general um i don't love every game i don't love every game in the series but most of them i you know, he's a, a big Minish fan, a Minish nice. Cap fan. Minish Cap, no, I haven't. I want to go back and play it now that it's on Switch. But I right, did play, I was going to say, yeah, I did play a little bit of Link's Awakening last night, and that's an amazing game. Um, but the one thing, because like, people draw the parallels of like Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, you know, like Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, they're reusing the same assets, you know, a little bit later. Link loses his arm. He's in the midst of hell, and he has to take a sword, a blunt blade, and uh, yeah, perhaps slice his arm off and then he replaces it with a mechanical arm i mean no one's ever done that before but like i feel and like is link's dad what that that's the twist oh he's got the inside spoilers oh crap shoot so sorry i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to yeah so we, cu- so we cut that out of this episode please no but i i think like okay so the game in 2017 when it launched it was nintendo's first open world game zelda's massive big world and I remember people complained at the time of like, oh, I'm tired of seeing the same enemies a lot. And it was like, OK, it's kind of to be expected at that point. And then when the new trailer was showing a lot of like the, the Moblins and the Bokoblins and stuff like that again and some new ones, I was kind of like, uh, I was kind of hoping for a little bit more new than um, this, some of the same enemies again, I guess, which I do expect them to some degree. And I also like I just wish we knew more about what the game is at this point, because, you know, I. I don't want to know everything, but like we still don't know what the plot is necessarily. We know there's a bunch of floating islands in the sky. Maybe that's Ganondorf. They haven't even said is it Ganon? Is it Ganondorf? It's just a a screaming skeleton guy, basically. Here's which, what's here's what I think is gonna happen. Uh, you're gonna say, yeah, I don't really know how I feel about it, and then the game's gonna come out, and maybe like two or three weeks after, you're gonna be like, yeah, I didn't really know how I would think feel about it, but I think I've sort of come around to it. I think I sort of like it. And then like three months later, you're going to be like, yeah, it's okay. Like, I don't know. I, I sort of liked it more at first and then whatever. And then like three months after that, you're going to be like, no, I mean, I think, I think it's still good. But then three months after that, it's great. Am I like this? 
I don't know. I just <laughs> I was gonna say like I'm getting self conscious. Like is, <laughs> is that how I am? Um, maybe. Oh my god. I mean, I I'm definitely in the mindset where I'm I'm kind of burnt out on like the Breath of the Wild world. I'm, I'm still stoked for Breath of the Wild too, though. Or uh, wow, Tears, <laughs> still Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so hard to to not. Uh, oh, yeah. foolish. But I I do see what you mean though, because right now we haven't really been given like a whole lot of like concrete evidence to really like know what makes this game so much different. Like, yeah, we exactly. know there's like there's things floating in the sky. It looks there's banjo kazooie nuts and bolts elements now. Yeah. Zelda might die. Link's arm is 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 gone all Princess Mononoke and like it mm-hmm. it he is, loses his eye. <laughs> it goes that far now too. Goodness, no, I, Jesus, I have no. to watch the trailer again. Uh, Grant's like really, really uh, one up to no, me there on that one. So I'm just goofing. Uh, Oh, it's I, I know. I know. Me too now. Uh, but, you know, it's I, I it's do, a comedy I podcast, guys. Come on. We're, <laughs> I'm not going to be the funny one on you. Yeah. But it, it's time. <laughs> what if we just just keep laughing so much that yeah. we just like we all die right now? God, that'd be but so funny. At the end of the day, it's not a laughing matter because, you know, it's, it's serious business, Zelda. Um yeah, and a lot of people are complaining about it. it's like a seventy dollar price tag. But what I'm really oh, more yeah, yeah. Uh, upset God. about is the fact that I spent uh, three thousand rupees and thirty bundles of wood on my house, and it better fucking be still in Hateno Village when I get back. Oh, that's a good point. Ugh. I have a, a bad. I'm not building another make, house. I, I never made Terrytown. Like, oh, you I did just not. never. Yeah, like I, I made a house, I think, but then I like never found all the people and. And it's one of those things where like I want it's kind of an excuse to like go back to the game like, oh, like I've never finished. I've never 100 percented Breath of the Wild. Yeah. You know, and like I'll, I'll always have something to do. But but then I let my mom borrow the game and then my partner let a friend borrow her copy of the game. So now we actually don't mm. even have one in the household anymore. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm not proud of that. So I wonder, like, do you think the game will use save data and like check up and see well, what you've done? Like I don't and, know. And there's, there's all I, these cool things that they they could yeah. be doing with Tears of the Kingdom. But like Kevin's right. We just don't, there's so much we just don't know. Like what, what is the selling point of this game here? Uh, and I, I think it is like, it's nice that we don't know a lot. Cause I think it was really hand, nice. Yeah. yeah. Like it was nice to go into breath of the wild and find like these, these weird, weird side quests and, and find a shrine in a, a place that you uh, never considered and, and talk, talk to your friends about it and share all those details. And yeah, um, I mean, they've been spending enough time that I think, I think I just trust that it's going to be okay, but it, it does kind of suck to feel that way, doesn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like a blind trust. It could, again, like to bring up the Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask comparison, Majora's Mask was in like they had the same assets, but it was a completely different world, different like mm. dimension or something. Like, just completely yeah, different. Yeah, like yeah, it was like characters. It was like they picked up Ness and they just plopped him in like a this fever dream world that you know, yeah. nothing else was the same, right? Yeah. You're totally right. No, it was his Odyssey. It was Link's Odyssey. But um, is that coming out too? Yeah, that one, that's going to be sick. DVD, maybe VHS. Um, uh, oh, oh, a game, not like a, not like a, not like a uh, Greek film, right? I get well, you. I people, get you. people are want Mario Odyssey, a but statue, they're not getting it. A statue uh, is what the Greek uh, link. Anyway, so um, <laughs> well, it's it's interesting to me though that uh people are the exact opposite about movie trailers than they are about video game trailers because movie trailers it's like don't don't tell yeah. me anything yeah don't, i don't want to know a single thing that happens in this movie <laughs> i don't want to know what who's in the movie so that when someone's on screen in the cinema i can 
pull up Wikipedia on my phone and go, no, is that the guy that played Voldemort? Well, the nice thing with a good movie trailer, which I just like, because I've had a lot of those complaints myself too, yeah. is like the good thing with a good, or the, the thing with a good movie trailer is, is like so much cool stuff happens that I think for me, I like just black out. I just forget all of it. And then I like remember like, oh yeah, I want to see that movie or, or hopefully I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I avoid right them the, mostly. The yeah. For movies, but for a game, it's like it's a whole, you know, especially for a game like this. Like I put like I must have put 120 hours into the first or into the Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Nice. And, you know, for this new one, it's like, I want to know, am I going to be going to the same places? Is it going to be different? It's like just like you're only going to put 110 hours into it. Sad to say, Grant, but perhaps I don't know. I have to I have to have more information. Is there something that you want? Like, like, what is it? I'd have to think about this myself, too. But what is it that you want to know without knowing too much? Like, is, is there something that you think would, you know, uh, sell you on the game, I guess, better or? I mean, that's uh, a good question because like, I don't even know like what exactly I want from it. I just know I want it to be like different enough, you know, and if it's like just the same overworld with like also there's stuff in the sky, that would be kind of like, eh, I don't know. Maybe it this depends. is kind of like when, you know, like a friend tells you that they like have a surprise for you for, for your birthday, like up two months in advance yeah but then like, they oh give God. you like no details or they like breadcrumb you things like every two weeks exactly or they, it's like a year in advance birthday and they've been they've they send you like a message or a photo like in the mail once every couple months and like and then on top of that they say uh actually your birthday present's coming uh next year we couldn't this <laughs> year oops so sorry but it's still it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing you're gonna love it yeah, and like yeah, and that's where I'm at. I'm like I'm I already thankfully I pre pre ordered it before the uh, price hike. Nice, yeah. So I'm I'm getting it at the normal. Uh, I'm just gonna dollar. shoplift it. You know, you can just go into Target and shoplift, and they won't prosecute you until you've stolen enough for a felony. Okay. Yeah, I heard I heard some targets actually like are, don't carry video games now because of uh, maybe it, that was a, that was an insight. I. I uh, yeah, it's just well, a they got to mind that like glass now. You got to knock on there and get somebody to help you. People just buy keys on the internet, from what I've heard, and they'll just like go in. And I mean, I guess you shouldn't be surprised about that. But you is know, it illegal wild, for me to tell people world. to steal? Am I not allowed to do that? Well, you are a well, thought cop, so I don't know. It's it's your your world. Right? Uh, it's very confusing with the the level of satire and irony on this show. Grant, should people steal from mom and pop shops and put them out of business? Yeah, mm. absolutely. They're also filthy capitalist swine that need to be. Uh, put in their place that is not okay. the answer i was expecting but you just just it's comedy right <laughs> yeah Ding. Um, how, do, how, do you, how do you feel about patreon.com slash thought cops oh it's great it's the best website like robin hood right robin hood. We, we don't need we don't you need mean the, with anyone. the app or the person oh, that's what uh, I, like. I, I think of the app now because i'm the like person Definitely yeah i was also person. thinking the app i was like ah, oh, that's not great but yeah my bad i'll have to come up with a different reference uh Peter Pan I mean, those, looks like him. He doesn't really steal things, though, does he? But, well, speaking of looking like Peter Pan, though, uh, Link and Zelda, I'm like I said, I'm excited for the game. I'm going to get <gasps> it. Um, but yeah, I, w- I wish I knew more. But yeah, I just want to pick your brain because, like I said, I watch your guys' channel. No, I, I appreciate um, it. Like, I, yeah. I love, obviously, I, I'm on a channel that just talks all the time. So this is great. And we're used to it over here. Um, yeah, we mean about I, 80% of what we say, I think, maybe. Um, what else was talked about in the? What else was in the uh, Nintendo Metro Direct? Prime? Metro Prime Remastered. Yeah, I haven't played like, that. You should, dude. It's so fun. I will. It looks. Yeah. It looks good. Like it's better than I thought. There's. I. We did a our 
my coworker Alex put together like a comparison video between the GameCube version and the new one. And mm. uh and that like Samus's armor doesn't have like as much of a shine, which sounds like really nitpicky, but like the mm-hmm. GameCube version specifically, like like Kevin, it was like it was so impressive for back then, right? Like Yeah, yeah. And mm. and I think I don't know. I think it's just me being whiny, but uh, but that isn't as fine in this new version, Grant. Uh, but like everything else looks like they're calling it a remaster. So I think mm-hmm. I went into it expecting it to just be like a Nintendo spit on it and like w- wiped it with a rag and said, here you right. go. Uh, but it looks a lot better than that in, in other elements. Like they they rebuilt certain um, assets and and redid textures and it, it looks it looks good. Yeah, I, good. I know what you're talking about with that shine. I feel like that's something that like certain games have that like i don't know if that's just like the limitations of certain technology and it looks a certain way and then when you recreate that it's just like but it doesn't it doesn't have the same feel and i don't even know what that is to describe that but it's like yeah. that like 2000s almost sort of cell shady like aesthetic you're right like like, 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 grand, like a it... gran turismo car or something yeah. maybe yeah like yeah a ridge racer i don't know i haven't didn't play I that like, any yeah, back, game, but back yeah. then like the the key to realism was just make it shiny you know, because they couldn't do that before. You know, polygons, N64, PS1, right. you couldn't make them shiny. That's I mean, true. Super Mario Sunshine was definitely shiny. It had like a, a shiny, shiny game yeah. aesthetic. There was a brightness to it. And, you know, everything uh, after Grant's that. 120 of them, to be specific. Everything after that is just dull and lackluster in comparison. So, yeah, I mean, I, I still I still think it looks very good. Um, I haven't seen the comparison video. Uh, I know they've been popping up here and there, but I mean, I, I see like the one thing I saw was there was a, I think somebody who used to work at retro posted on Twitter today where he's like, they fucked up the doors. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like my, he's like my whole, he's cause he's like, his whole job was to make the doors look good when he worked on the first game. And then he's like, they fucked them up. The doors, they didn't do the right thing with the doors, which that, and, like that, 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 that does suck uh, for sure. Uh, and, and hopefully like, I mean, it's Nintendo. So hopefully they'll like take some things into account and fix some stuff up. But uh, it's, you're right. It's not making everyone happy. The port isn't. I mean, at, at this point, it's like anything could be better than that, like that GTA remaster they did a year or two oh, ago. Yeah, right. Like I, I, I just saw like that that clip of like the rain when like he's riding his bike in the rain and just like the whole screen is just like it looks like a white noise, like static noise, and it, it just looks so like ragdolly. It doesn't. I don't know. It's like they they just picked all these characters up and these assets and they just plopped them in the real world and they, yeah, they kind of spit and shine certain things and it just doesn't, I, I, for Grand Theft Auto at least, right? It just doesn't look good. It doesn't run yeah. the best, mm-hmm. especially on Switch either, which doesn't make any sense because it's like, right. like I don't PS2 know why. Game? It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I totally get the fact that like it's, they basically took the better versions that they made and then they tried to put them on Switch. But like at that point, like couldn't somebody at Rockstar have just been like, do you guys think maybe we should just like, actually put the ps2 versions on switch instead and like people would be happier yeah, but i i agree with that that the, those would be because i hate like busting out my ps2 just to play that and like my I controller know. is a little bit goofy and it's like i and then i have to like do the hdmi to rgb cable switch thing and it's like i this is more of a pain in the ass so it would be nice to have that game on there and it's not and so i just go well i guess i just never have to play that again I suppose that is a, a gift and a curse in a way then is that you just you get to play other things instead of Grand Theft Auto. So, yeah, try on new stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of new stuff, though, I wanted to ask you, when do you think um, this is? A, I think this is a question that's been on a lot of people's minds lately. When do you think the next system is coming out? Like the, the successor to the switch? It's weird because right now, in, like in the, the direct that we just had, 
I should probably fact check. Like, I wish I could fact check myself before I spew this out of my mouth, but I feel like it doesn't matter. We here. didn't. Well, and I, I just, uh, I, I haven't gotten to do it yet. And I, it, it popped my brain earlier today, I think, but I don't, I don't think we got a lot of news about things that are coming out later this year. Yeah. Or often, often it feels like we do. Like this whole direct really felt focused on spring and summer of this year. And so that kind of has me wondering if Nintendo does have bigger plans for the end of the year. And maybe that's why they've held off on showing us some stuff. Like even Metroid Prime 4, like it, it's been, I think it's been four years that Retro has been working on that. And all we've seen even five was, or no, they've really? started over. Yeah. Hmm. But like all but, we've seen is like a little like Twitter uh, header image of like Samus standing like in front of a ship or something. And like, that's mm-hmm. cool. But like, that's not even a, that was like, that seems like it was an accident like that they uploaded that. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I want to think that Nintendo is ready to put out something better because especially like you see these developers struggling like even the pokemon company struggling with scarlet and violet i know yeah like legends arceus or arceus whatever is was a really fun game but uh but it had so many like graphical flaws that like you had to force yourself to like look past to like enjoy the game even like the simple game like kirby like some of the enemies would like stutter and like if they were far enough oh really Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah, I, I think like it is imminent and it's like it's been what six years, I think, as of this month since it came out. So yeah. I think like honestly, I if like my guess is like I think they're waiting till Zelda comes out in May, then over the summer or fall, they're gonna be like, Hey, Christmas season, we got something coming, you know? Yeah. It is weird too that like speaking of that, if they were to hypothetically release uh a Switch Pro or a, a Super Switch or, you know, Switch 2. I don't, I don't know what, whatever mm-hmm. they're going to call light switch. And they, they release that. And it, I, I mean, it has to play Switch games. I, I feel like there are oh, so yeah. many games have come over that it, it just has to, but it would have been really smart of Nintendo to release, uh, Tears of the Kingdom at 59, 99, 60 bucks. And then they come up yes. with a fancier version for the new system. And that's $70 instead. Like, cause otherwise right now they it doesn't really might. make, I mean, they, maybe they'll do it at $80, but, um, oh boy, cause gosh. I feel like and that's, that's usually <laughs> sort of what happens is they're like, Hey, uh, we got this game twilight princess for the GameCube. Uh, sure. We got this I, I guess game it, right. Twilight it came out princess on Wii for first. the Wii. Did it yeah. come out for the Wii first? Yeah, it was it was a month earlier because the Wii came out in oh, November wow. of like 2006. Weren't those games? I feel like what what's the difference though? Because uh, is there a difference in like how they develop the game and like what system they decided? Kind of. Because is it sort of like a thing where it's like okay, we developed it for the GameCube, but then it's like, but then we do this, but then we sort of retroactively degrade it somehow Yeah, because you are right though grant because it, it was announced for the gamecube for a long time but then yeah because the wii was coming That's out the gamecube like didn't couple, sell so well a couple different games and i think specifically zelda games are always like right on the yeah. cusp of whatever yeah, Breath of the yeah, yeah absolutely exactly. yeah. yeah like at, at i think it was at uh oh right that when they first showed it off it had a map that, that was like going to be usable on the gamepad. And then yeah. I remember I demoed the game at E3 in like 20, I guess 16 or something. Uh, and we were all playing on Wii U's because the Switch wasn't announced yet. And the gamepad, like just, I, I don't remember if it, 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 it wasn't like a black screen, but it just had like some basic image. And, uh, and we were like, a lot of us were just really surprised that there was, there was no implementation anymore because they had to keep it the same or they wanted to keep it the same between both versions and that makes sense yeah probably not make the wii u version better in element in some ways than this the switch one but yeah uh but yeah i don't know i i uh to to answer your question i would love 
Like I think new switch hardware should happen sooner than later, as long as it doesn't affect the 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 people that have already bought switches. I think that's right. like because otherwise I'm like if, if Nintendo decides they want to come out with a Switch 2 and it it cuts off uh a, a lot of like access to certain games for players, then I'm like, no, I just want to stay where we are. Like, cause so I, you cause don't it's, think it's going to be like a, a good place. I think you, you don't think it's going to be like an NES to super NES kind of thing. I, I hope it isn't. I, I don't think oh, it okay. will be. I think Nintendo would be like, I think they'd, I think they'd be I, a really dumb decision if they did, but I wouldn't like, you know, I'm not Nintendo, you know, we're none of us really know what they're going to do. So I wish I was um, sometimes. <laughs> what would you do if you if you were the uh, king of the you were the king of Nintendo, if you were Mr. Nintendo? Yeah, that's a good question. You're that's signing checks and signing Kevin Nintendo. I would probably a, make uh, Mario my best friend. Uh, I would I would have them do remakes of all the Earthbound games, Mother games, and I would. Uh, now you're just now you're just kissing up to me and Ness at this point over here. And that's actually I want to bring that up though because um you made a documentary called The Mother We Share Our Earthbound Story. And I actually I um I watched this for the first time today actually. No way, really. Yeah, yeah. I I, cause I, I I had it like I I saw it like, you know, um cuz it came out like what last year? Yeah, I mean it's long though too, so like yeah. I don't you know, I don't expect everyone to actually watch it, but yeah, yeah, we released it on Mother's Day last year, actually, ah, uh, which was really yeah. like it. I bit myself in the butt in the end because it like meant that I had a specific deadline that I had to reach, but uh, but it really worked out in the end. I was really happy with it. So, hey, if we can sit through a three-hour-long Super Eye Patch Wolf video about how Mother Three is the greatest video game ever created of all time, then um. Then we can. I guess. Can I guess an hour is not. Uh, this is only watched. an hour. We can sit. We can sit through. An yeah, hour I've watched long some video. long video essays before, so no worries there. Yeah, Kevin's no, it, wa- Kevin sat through the what's the Garfield one where the guy recites like an incoherent monologue oh, for uh, like lasagna, three lasagna hours. Cat. I've, I've the watched lasagna that. cat. You've watched that multiple times. Yeah, it's like two well, it was hours like, long. Yeah, it was an hour and a half, two hours long. This. Like this every once right in a while, head, you're like, uh, uh, sometimes I just like every once in a while, I just got to sit <laughs> through the whole thing. It's so fucking good, dude. It's one of the best things on the Internet. It's this video of uh, are you familiar with Lasagna Cat, Zeon? Uh, I, I've seen some weird Garfield stuff on the Internet before, so yeah, I, it's I don't like, know. It was like the first of that kind of thing. And basically, the, it was like this group called it's been going on Farm. for a couple years now. I mean, it's been no on it long. It started in like the 2006, I want to say. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. A couple years. A couple, a couple years. Yeah. I don't mean like, oh, it's been around for two years. I mean, like, yeah, it's been <laughs> well, around for that's, that's, what a, that's what a couple means, too. Oh, okay. Well, like, thank you. It's not like one of the don't like, need to really be a just badly Kevin. animated Garfield videos with like a text to speech audio over the top. Is it one of those? No, it was like they, they would take these like Garfield comic strips and then they would dress up in these big goofy costumes and reenact each one okay in, li- in like live action but then it would like show the panel in as in, in its original form and then it would like switch over to a fully produced like music video using a different song like nine inch nails or uh um, make like a video game parody one of them was like uh what was the the one video game final fantasy six like yeah, with Garfield and stuff still yeah going? yeah like, what it's so fucking awesome oh my but then, God, so they, no, it was like I, I've not seen this. It was in like 2006 and then they had a resurgence maybe like in 2015, 2016 or something. And they came back with like, it was even higher budget way, you know, cause these guys do, they do commercials and stuff, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, Fatal farm. 
And the last one they did was uh, this comic strip about Garfield stole John's pipe. And the comic in the comic is just uh, John going, now where could my pipe be? And then you cut to Garfield and he's like sitting there smoking. The, he's, it's like the, one of the first Garfield strips ever. And he's smoking, uh, you know, John's tobacco pipe. And that's the comic strip. And then it cuts to this like um, it cuts to this fucking like hour and a half or two hour long <laughs> video of this guy giving like a almost like a, a college lecture okay. on like the philosophy of this. It's just it's something you have to see, though. It, it's long. It's something but it's, you have to sit through at least three times in your life. It, it really is, Grant. And yeah, Lasagna Cat. It's all to the song of um, Grant sounds like he's spoken from a from a, with experience from uh or with that i think you've definitely put it on a number of times i absolutely have so it's um and then we never sit through all of it but kevin always has to mention uh i've sat through this uh (laughs) a number of times it's a medal of honor the the best people in life honestly have some pretty messed up videos to show you i've learned so i i i would i would trust that I, i think it's fine but it has it has like this like Philip Glass music playing in the background the whole time. And it's just like so fucking I don't know I, if anyone's listening out there. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend checking it out. Um, but that being said, enough. I wrote it down. Stuff. I, I wanted I wanted to talk about the mother documentary. Um, and I also wanted to ask Grant a question because Grant, what? you you were playing Earthbound for the very first time recently. And then I asked yeah. you like, hey, we're going to talk about uh, Earthbound on the episode. Are you still playing it? And he said, no, I just beat it for the first time. Well, I actually Whoa. played it for the second time recently because about a year ago, I started playing it for the first time. And then uh, it came, like by the time I got towards the end, it came out for the switch and I was like, oh, this is much better. And then I stopped playing it. And then I started playing it for the switch and then I beat it recently. What it, did you- it isn't that good of a story, but that's how it happened. But it, I mean, it ends well, though. You beat it. And that's yeah. that's nice because it's a, it's a long game. It's punishing at times. So I don't like I never would blame anyone for f- falling off the game. It's but. not too, too bad. I mean, in terms of overall difficulty, I mean, I, you know, I'll use like, you're right. It's not like Dark Souls. It's it's not like a like it just right. requires time and patience. I, I think. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, sometimes I'm just in the mindset to just do like a. Just oh, I also button and whatever. Just grind yeah. some battles out. Yeah. I also wanted to change my hat too. If we're gonna be oh, talking about perfect too, Kevin. I hope you don't have a third red hat sitting behind the camera. I somewhere. hope he uh, does. No, Grant. No. I could, could you no. Could you imagine if like uh, there was like a Mario convention at the same time that there was like a Trump rally? Like a bunch of dudes dressed up as Mario wearing red hats, and that's definitely a joke. Sort of like interact. That does intersect. sound like a skit. Like that yeah, Grant, to. that's definitely a joke nobody's ever made on the internet. Has, has anyone done, like, I mean, like, has anyone done, like, a fully, like, a like a sketch of that? Let's find out. Like, a full video. Not just like, oh, haha, here's a tweet I'm gonna fire off. Everybody's already come up with every idea. There's no ideas. If I type in Trump Mario on YouTube, am I gonna regret it? Um, Maybe. No. No, it seems seems pretty safe. That's good. That's Anything? I'm huh. searching Super Mario Trump rally. Nothing yet, no, Grant. No, this. Are you going to make it? Maybe this could be your magnum opus. Quit I'll writing s- that book. I'll store that right next to the uh, Digimon TikTok. Right Those will be my that, two the things. Digimon convention. After you go to that, then you'll find another convention to go to. Right? You're still yeah. going to go to that for me. I think. I think. I think earlier you said yeah. But I'll go to it. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. I cool. know Thanks. my tickets might be kind of expensive. This you know, short of notice, but 
True. But You're still going to go, right? It's worth it. Yeah. I'll sell uh, my uh, monkeys. Oh, oh, oh your your expensive NFTs, right? Yeah, right. Oh, those are cool. cool. Worth something. Well, I don't want you to have to get rid of. Yeah, those are precious your, and valuable. Yeah, things you really care about, you know, in life, digital goods. Now, Grant, I wanted to ask you though, what did, what did you think of the ending of Earthbound? It was fine. It, like, what specifically about it? Like, uh, what did you think? I of beat the, it. I won. So that was. Oh, you won. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, what did Good. you think of the tone shift at the end? Uh, how do you mean like the screen got like an acid trip sort of like what did yeah. you think of like that was fun the, the light-hearted sort of like summer vacation feel of the game to like you're inside of this giant demon uterus or something and you're fighting the i mean i feel like that's where it was inevitably heading and i mean that that's also just sort of I don't know if I would say that the game's necessarily like a, a lighthearted, like it, there's definitely like a, a a boyish charm to it, but also there's like a weird sort of psychedelic flavoring with a lot of the weird background shit. And also there's like weird philosophical stuff just sort of like spliced throughout the game when it comes to uh, the, what's it called? The Moo training. There's that. There's yeah. the Stoics oh, Club right. where oh yeah 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 they talk about uh, envisioning the end of capitalism. Uh, oh, yeah, that's know, like the I, mirror. Is it was the Stoics Club the Mirror World sort of thing? No, that it's, was in uh, Summers. Yeah, there was like this like this building with people for a Stoics Club, and that just was for the for the humor of the game. I think because like I one of my favorite things about the game is the humor. Right, and it's like I feel like every NPC you talk to in that game, it's like entertaining. You know, it's not just like I heard that there is a cave and you can go in there, and then maybe maybe there's a sword. Yeah, and I mean, I think that there's that sort of like weird current that runs throughout the game because it is very like it's children with psychic powers, psychedelic imagery, some weird little nods to certain philosophies throughout certain things. Certain characters represent certain like weird archetypes. And I mean, by the time you get to this boss, that's like this formless, shapeless uh, incarnation of the concept of evil that inhabits, you know, the, the worst person, you know, um, you know, it's, it's very, uh, it's, it makes sense. You that know, was a nice word suit that you just, cooked up i'm full of them i uh, went to uh the culinary institute of <laughs> linguistics i'm just drinking grant's word soup out of my mm. mario hat give me a bowl Dude, of that that soup in odyssey that purple soup in odyssey yeah I yeah like, i want to eat that looks so good it does i don't know what that is but it looks i would eat it video games have good soup i'm so i'm were you do you feel that your the way that you viewed the ending of Earthbound then too was skewed by the like the internet at all? Like had you seen pictures of like the final boss like throughout the years? Or I, I have like a hard that? time really believing real. that you called it all, Grand. This is the same thing I I'm said. I'm not saying I called it all. The Mulholland saying, Drive situation. Oh, we can talk about that if you want to. I didn't call it all. I said that it tracks. I don't really read about like video games and stuff online. But you cultural osmosis, you must have seen it at some point. Maybe I've mentioned it. What, just like what the boss looked like or what the boss or like just was like? like. The, just the sort of, yeah, like what it's like. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that it, it tracks with the rest of like the game's aesthetic. Like, 
it's a very weird sort of psychedelic game and I'm I'm into that type of stuff. And so by the time it got around, I wasn't like, what? Why? So, how come so, it's not? Oh, you're big you're head like with- on the same level as like Earthbound's creators. Is is kind of like, and I'm not. I'm not taking. I'm not saying that as a joke either. I just right. mean like you. You were just like, oh, yep, all right, that's that's where my head's at, anyways. I listened to a lot of Terrence McKenna tapes to fall asleep to, and I was like, that's the incarnation of total evil. I I get it. It makes sense. Brent, I, I would love to. I think that you and Shige Sato Itoi should sit down with a nice cup of coffee and discuss oh, philosophy. Yeah. See, I don't know who that is, but... He's the creator of Earthbound, God damn it! Yeah. Oh, it's so great. I, I, I can say for me that I think when I got to the final boss, I didn't feel the impact of it as much. I think its dialogue really messed me up for a day. But I think just knowing already what, like, Gygus looked like didn't really, like scare me or, or really you know like if i if i would have been playing it as a kid i think i would have felt differently or even just you know without without expecting it uh so i you know i i would that's why i was curious too if that had an impact on on his ending i mean yeah i'm also a 31 year old man that's read a bunch and has seen watched all. a number yeah. of movies and you know so you're not scared of the dark anymore I mean, a little, but that's just normal. Do you feel like sometimes you watch a movie and you like can just predict what's going to happen, and then you get bummed out because you're like, "That's oh, what he great. said about like, David Lynch movies." He's like, "I didn't these say are... that at all." Well, what did you Zwick, say? David Lynch Zwick. movies are predictable. Zwick, pull the clip. Well, well, will you tell me? No, what you said I made about? a, I made a very, um, I made a very poignant um, criticism of it. Uh, that I think fell upon deaf ears and made it sound like I was diminishing it. I think it it wasn't necessarily my thing, but I think that I would have liked it more if I had watched it in college because I think like a long time ago, I was very interested in like the subconscious mind and like dream sequences and stuff like that. And by the time you hit 30, you just kind of don't care about that anymore because you're thinking, hey, man, reality is pretty weird. We don't need some sort of like sure like a, a a break from reality to explain reality more. Like you could just do reality, and that's pretty weird. And Frank, I think can I ask you a in question? my head, yeah, what? What do you like? What do you oh, enjoy yeah. for fun? Good... Uh, I like a lot of things. Like what? I don't know that though. Actually, Grant, name, yeah, name one. Name one met. thing. Yeah. What name do you one want? Thing. Like a TV show? Anything? A movie? Anything? Anything you enjoy? Anything? Yeah, one thing. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard I try. Deflecting I like, with humor. I like I like deflecting with humor. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Okay. That humor. tracks. So what? You, you think that my criticism is invalid because I'm uh, inherently a negativistic... Well, maybe, uh, maybe that's the thing, actually, is because the ending of Earthbound has, like, no humor at all. It's, like, it's so different than the rest of the game. So maybe that's why you were just like, uh... Like what? What in your head do you think that my uh, my come aroundance to the ending should be? I just thought you'd be like, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. Okay, that's all I wanted to hear. Now we can move on. That was it. That was it. 
We just wasted 20 minutes. <laughs> we didn't waste you 20 minutes. You were so difficult, Grant. You could have just said that from the beginning. I would have been happy. Why do you just want just the, the answer that you expect? Because so you had you to be difficult. Be That's life, Well, you Grant. asked a specific question, and I gave a, what I felt like is, was a very specific answer, and then there was pushback for some No, reason. and then you you dodged. You're like, yeah, I don't know. To, I think it would track. As so to invalidate. No, because you said, you, said you, that it, you said that I said that it was predictable, and I did not say that it was predictable. I said that it tracked in line with like the overall aesthetic okay, you of the didn't, game. You didn't literally game, say it was predictable. The game is about psychic children with psychedelic imagery <laughs> with undertones of philosophy. By the time you get to the end and the, the big boss man is just like the incarnation of evil, evil that inhabits the universe that is this like formless, shapeless, like questionable, just material or immaterial being that like just is the the very like that's that makes sense i'm not saying and i predicted it i said it, it makes sense i looked at it and i was like yeah that makes sense and it was and it was pretty cool huh yeah it was fine no that's not the same like the game fine versus pretty cool fine is like eh. this is like me in fifth grade just being like yeah i don't know uh pokemon is cool and the teacher being like it's cool I played Resident Evil 4. It wasn't that scary in fifth grade. Yeah, whatever. I didn't play uh, Resident Evil 4. Grant, I could see wow. you being, I could see you also being the kind of guy who goes to a scary movie and he's like, yeah, it didn't scare me. Listen, Kevin, I'm the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral. And if you don't understand what I mean, maybe soon you might. <laughs> unreal. Unreal. No, I don't like scary movies because they're too First scary, actually. They're too scary. But like, is that an okay answer? Am I allowed to be too scared by scary you're, movies? You're allowed, that, you're, you're allowed okay. to be. I'm, I'm honestly surprised, though. I want that, like, Phoenix Wright courtroom, like, interrogation music over the top of this right now. Zwick, <laughs> <laughs> add the interrogation music. You make up your... Yeah, you decide what sounds interrogating and put it over this entire section of the show. Uh, but, you know, I want to... We got derailed for a little bit. <laughs> I just Nintendo. Know. What? Uh, tell us more about. Uh, Let's talk about the documentary. Mother, we share right. our Earthbound story. You had a lot of great people in this. You had Scott the Waz. You had uh, the guy who created Starmen.net. I remember that website yeah. from back in the day. Uh, you had fucking uh, Toby Fox. Uh, yeah. Of Undertale. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. A lot. A lot of great people were in there. And it was just a lot of great stories of people discussing, you know, what the game means to them. Uh, how they discovered it, things like that. You know, I also maybe you could have got Grant on there, and he could have been like, "Yeah, I started playing it, then I stopped playing it, just I started playing scene. it, That's and then it was it. fine." Kevin, have you watched uh, Stranger Things? Yeah, I've seen the first season. What did you think about uh, the when the reveal of Vecna? Did you think that that made sense in terms of even, the overall was that in season, story? Arc? Was that in season one? No, that was in season four. Well, I didn't see that. Well, <laughs> I expect a book report. And God I want to know whether it. or not you were uh, expecting who Vecna's <laughs> true identity ended up well, being. Now I'm expecting like to have something offbeat happen. Because, you know, same thing. I mean, it's it's kids. They have psychic powers. It's a weird 80s story. How dare you compare the two? First of all, how dare you? I mean, I've, well, heard, I've heard people compare like thing. Turning Red, the Pixar movie, to uh, Earthbound before. 
I think like one of the creators was inspired by Earthbound. Like they in an interview came out and said that, but I've never I, heard Stranger Things compared. I feel to like Earthbound everybody, everybody is inspired by Earthbound, and that's actually like something I wanted to bring up. Is like I'm, um, I'm writing an article like for Hard Drive, like their Minus World, where it's just more ah. of like research and opinion kind of stuff. And I'm writing an article right now about Earthbound as a retrospective, and also about like how there are so many Earthbound likes, you know, which Undertale is one of many now. And I think it's interesting how Earthbound is a game that was, at least in America, not a, not, not a commercial success. And then nowadays you see so many games that are inspired by Earthbound, you know? So like, you know, just to pick your brain on the subject and maybe I can quote you for the article. I have a source right here. It's in a podcast episode. I can just link That's to my true. own thing. Uh, what makes Earthbound so special to you specifically? Like, why did you decide this game is so great? I'm going to make a whole ass documentary about it. You know, is it your favorite game? Do you have a favorite game? Is this it? Is it's this hard. why I am the kind of person that definitely jumps between like, like when breath of the wild came out, I loved it. And now I don't like when I see artwork of link from that game, I'm, I just want to see something else. So it's, I kind of get that. Yeah. Time. I think time does something to you. Uh, but I think earthbound is it's special for the fact that like, it's it's this weird game that nobody back then seemed to have wanted, right? And yeah. like ever like when I was a kid, I remember and I, I I can only speak for myself in this, but when I was a kid, I wanted to play with games that let me wield swords and let me drive maybe fast cars and fly on dragons and use magic and the ultimate Earthbound. male fantasy. Right. Like an Earthbound just doesn't let you do any of that. Well, I mean, kind of. It it, it lets you go on on these adventures that you like you, like you look at the game and you think like, well, I can just already do that in real life. I can hit a trash can with a slingshot. Like I can grab yeah. my baseball bat and break my grandpa's window if I want. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna get mad, but but I can do that. You know, it it and it's not until you get deeper into the game that you really realize and and I think that you really realize that there's more to it. And I think as a kid, like when I was a kid and I played Pokemon games, I remember talking to everybody because I always wanted to see if like somebody had an item to trade. Yeah, or, I yeah. Right. Or like, or if they are or a, a Pokemon to trade or if they had an item right. to give you or something. And I think Earthbound does this thing that you were talking about earlier, Kevin, is that you want to talk to everybody because they not that they have equipment and and new party members to, uh, you know, join your have join your team. But because the writing is so ridiculous and so real at times that like you just you you actually as an adult are curious about what they have to say because it's just so so witty or so stupid and mm -hmm. uh and it just feels like like i think reed in the documentary actually put it really well that it feels like there's there's a part of the creator's souls in that game and i think yeah. there's not a lot of games out there that necessarily feel like that you can dig in any game and find bits and pieces and, and influences from the people that made those games. But, but Earthbound really like spells it out for you. You know, there's like the, um, there are Beatles references in those games. I know it's mm -hmm. like the game is based on in North American culture for the most part, but, but Americans were obsessed with Beatles back in the day too. You know, there's, there's all, all sorts of, uh, references to different media, uh, and yeah, like, blues brothers. Yeah, right. exactly. And, and quick, quick side note though, like I went to Japan in 2019 and I was at a bar Whoa. And like, I, I, you know, some people like knew like minimal English and they were like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, Chicago, like, um, uh, uh, Blues Brothers, you know? No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it like, actually, that's cool. It's like I, apparently enough of a touchstone there to be like, OK, Japanese people know what Chicago is because of the Blues Brothers. And then, of course, there's like the Runaway Five 
in Earthbound, you know, at least somewhat inspired by Blues Brothers. Yeah. And you're right. Like it in, okay, if you were like visiting, I don't know, uh, if you were out in Florida or Colorado or I don't know, anywhere, if you're anywhere in the US and you tell them that you're from Chicago, who's going to like in the modern age, who's going to say Blues Brothers? So it, it's it's cool to yeah. know that they they really like that they still care about that and that they were able to like latch onto that and inject it into the game. Exactly. Um, and I think that that is my favorite part of Earthbound is it feels like you're, there's like this special like club that you get to be a part of when you play this game. And not in a sense that like you're better than other people. It's just that you like Reed also explained this in the documentary, which I, you know, I edited it. So like a lot of those thoughts have just like filled right. my brain, you know, uh, taken over my brain, but you, you like you, other people that have played Earthbound, like you get it, is, is I think what Reed said. And it's in a sense that like, you know, it's it's fun to talk with somebody about, I don't know, like if, if you you both grew up playing Croc, Legend of the Gobos on PS1 or something, like you might have a bond of over loving this little green lizard thing. But with Earthbound, yeah. there are so many different elements that you can capture and, and talk about. And and uh and and for the fact that it was a cult game too, I think that is that's really what's so special about it too, is that Earthbound wouldn't be the game today if it didn't have that like loyal group of fans behind it either, at least in the West. Like, oh, for I sure. never, yeah. you know, I, I can't, I, it, it just feels like none of us would have played it without like Reed and, and, and all of those people that just talked about it with their friends and, and didn't, didn't let it die. Uh, and that, yeah, that's like, what I love about Earthbound so much is just, is the community and, and, and the wackiness, but. But yeah, what were you saying, Kevin? Because uh, I, I mean, Earthbound came out here when I was so young. I, I didn't know what it was or play it when it came out. Um, I only knew about it because same. of Smash Bros. I was going to say, a lot of people yeah. know about it from Smash Bros. And like, I didn't realize until like maybe a little bit later. But I, the, weirdly enough, my first uh, introduction to the Mother series was Earthbound 64. Whoa, because I had, no I had I had a Nintendo Power subscription when I was a kid back in like 1996 or something. I remember being like, there weren't many Nintendo 64 games out and it was like any new one that was coming out. I was like so excited for, and they had a game and there was like earthbound 64 and it was like this, you know, what would end up being mother three on game boy advance, but it was originally, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure you're well, well aware, but but yeah, please, you know, going to be an N64 game, which in in a weird way I could, I would love to see an alternate reality where that is a thing because it has the N64 games have their own charm, like the haziness, the low polygon of it all. It's very kind of a uh, ominous in a weird kind of way. Um, but that was like, I was excited. I didn't know what it was, but I thought like there was like big purple hippos in the screenshots. And I'm like, this looks funny. And like Mr. Saturn looked funny. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this game. Never came out. But then yeah, Smash Bros. Like Grant said, I'm like, who the hell is this guy? You know, Ness. And then I ended up like, I think I knew a kid who knew what it was and then it ended up being not till high school where I played it for the first time I borrowed a copy for Super Nintendo and it's like was easy to get into because it shares a lot of DNA with Pokemon um it's cool too because once you once you know how to play yeah like Pokemon or Final Fantasy or something like you pretty much can grasp Earthbound yeah and it's like a the difficulty curve starting off is not excruciating you know weirdly enough I feel like the hardest part of Earthbound is the beginning because when I went back and played it when you get to the boss at the arcade, uh, with Frank, I think his name is. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Frank. Like, it might took be Frankie, but but yeah, forever to beat it because I was like so under leveled. I had to grind and grind and grind, and the rest of the game forever, I didn't have to. I think the first time and the second time I was like, well, I just know that I have to grind. But also, like, I, if I'm if I'm starting to play a game like that, it's because I'm seeking it out because I am in that grind set mentality. I got to get that bread. 
What, and yeah. I, I I played it like years ago on 3DS, like over the course of like an entire year, I think, because I was just oh, yeah. traveling with like every time I would like go on a car ride or or something like that. When I was a passenger, I would play it. And uh, but then when I replayed, uh, I played like maybe like a third of Earthbound again to get footage for the documentary. And I did that first fight again um, and I got completely wiped. But then I remembered you can go to the store and buy gear and then it was fine. So like, but you're totally right though. Like the game doesn't tell you to go to the shop and it, it doesn't force you to go there before you can fight him either. You could take him yeah. on and then get creamed and or or grind. But, um, but it, you're right. It doesn't really do a good job of like, lending the player a, a helping hand to make sure that they stick with the game either. And maybe that's why they made that big strategy guide too. But yeah. And I mean, that's just like, I think RPGs in general at the time were, you know, video games in general were a lot more cryptic back then. So it's harder to, you know, they, they didn't spell everything out for you. So I don't fault it for that too much, but just in general of like the response, like the, I mean, mother one specifically is like a very clever you know, we talked about Conquer earlier, like Mother One is a parody of like, you know, your Final Fantasies, your Dragon Quests, which I feel like it takes a lot from Dragon Quest specifically. Yeah. The menus, like the battle format with like you're looking at the enemy head on is exactly like Dragon Quest. But of course, it's like instead of like, you know, shields and swords, it's baseball bats and yo-yos and kids with psychic powers. So and a lot of that, again, I think, too, is like the sort of Western influence. And I think that they're probably borrowing a lot from like you know, old like 50s movies and stuff like that. And like weird, like little Americana sort of like parody also is sort of like all entwined in that, which again, I think is sort of like what leads to like this sort of like unique fingerprint that the game has where it's like, there's so many levels of, you know, uh, again, the, the weird psychedelic lore and then this weird like level of Americana. It is sort of like a, a David Lynch film, (laughs) In that way, yeah, if you yeah. think about it, it's quite um, Lynchian. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely so Kafka esque. I learned that like Link's Awakening was inspired by, uh, like the one of the creators was watching a bunch of David Lynch stuff. Yeah, Twin Peaks back then. Yeah, like how yeah. weird is that? Yeah, I think that, and uh, I think Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, like, because I think they were inspired by like how Twin Peaks has like a lot of these interconnected people in this town, and there's just this thing happening, and you can kind of see that in those games in a way. Um, which is cool. Again, like it's cool to see what permeates like cultural culture over there that we make here, you know? Yeah. And that that's actually now that we're talking about that too, maybe that's one thing that makes Earthbound and like the mother series so special as well as the fact that Shigesato Itoi, the director is detached from Nintendo. He's his own person. Like he, he voiced, I think the father in the Japanese version of uh, the studio Ghibli film, my neighbor Totoro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, you know, he's got like a, a, a column that he writes, I think in Japan. And I'm, I'm very, I know so little about him in comparison to what I, I imagine a lot of like hardcore earthbound fans would know, but, um, but it's, you know, he opens himself up to, you know, explaining his, his background and his influences. And you, you really get to learn about him as a person where, you know, like, we learn these little things about certain Zelda uh, creators and, and the people that make Mario and, and all that, but it, it feels like Nintendo kind of still like hides them in a sense to maybe like not share the secret sauce, but, but with earthbound, like it, there's no, like there's no restraints. You can just kind of, mm-hmm. you can dig in and like, you will find a well that never runs dry. It seems. I mean, Etoy was like sort of a celebrity in his own right before any of those games. So it's like, you know, people already which kinda, feels so weird in America here, but like to to know that. But you're totally right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people. I'm trying to think. Have there been any celebrities in America that have made games? I mean, I know there have, but I'm Tony Hawk. 
Yeah, Tony, I feel like Hawk. Tony Hawk, yeah. Michael Jackson, like, but I'm, I tr- it's, I'm, I can't think of anything else offhand. But, yeah, but you're right; it yeah, doesn't I, happen often. Like even now, we have like Elden Ring with a, um, I'm blanking on his name, uh, George R. R. Martin. Yeah, but yeah. like I don't know if that counts as a celebrity, but it feels like in a way I would say so. Actually, yeah. I would say it's kind of because Etoy is a writer, and so is he. So it kind of makes uh, sense. sure. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, like, so now that they added the Game Boy Advance games to Nintendo Switch Online, do you think that we're finally going to get to play Mother Three? officially in america so the interesting thing i'm really glad you asked because i i haven't gotten to talk about this much yet at all and i i know you're itching to yeah thank you (laughs) um so i don't know if you noticed this but when nintendo finally released earthbound and earthbound beginnings on nintendo switch online they they put it out there with like an actual direct segment it didn't announce any other games they just announced those two and maybe there were more later i i don't recall but those two had their own their own slot in the in the show showtime right mm-hmm. and and so so there's that but then also nintendo on their youtube channel they put out a specific video highlighting ness and like his past and what earthbound and earthbound beginnings are and they had it fully narrated by somebody who did a great job and actually like understood the task and even the the person who wrote the script for that did a, a solid job of just like not making it lame and yeah. uh mm-hmm. like it you could tell that Nintendo not saying that it stinks or whatever they did in the nineties. Exactly. And like, have you seen that grant, the player's guide and the advertising oh, for Earthbound? Uh, no, they had this like scratch and sniff stuff that like smelled like poo and pee and stuff. And it was like, this game stinks for children. Yeah. yeah. They were yeah, doing like, that for children. That's right. Mm. I know. Thankfully they don't do that anymore though. Right. The so straights are at it again. Safe now. Right? Well, but, and it's like, like you point out real quick though, you point out in your documentary though, Zion is like, that was sort of like, what it was like in the 90s it was ew gross but you know which is hard to remember i mean we're all like i don't i I was born in 92 and i i feel like we're all like similar age at least but it's Mm -hmm. funny how that like that was just a thing and it's not necessarily anymore now maybe it is i don't know maybe i think it's just it's different there's a different aesthetic and there's different uh like nowadays there'll be a a tiktok dance Totally. Yeah, Kevin would be over here hitting the freaking gritty, but back then he was <laughs> yeah. doing the the Peter Griffin bump. Um, but at, I mean, like, the cool you thing know, about and, TikTok dances is now, like, twenty years from now, we can like force our like nieces and nephews and stuff to be like, "Hey, why don't you do that like that dance you did when you were like six again?" And they'll be like, "God, I hate you." And they'll, yeah, maybe they'll do it if we're lucky. But we get to be those people now and like make them do dumb stuff. Hopefully, it ages like milk. I can only help cultured now. I'm last year aged like milk last month. It's going too fast to be honest. Yeah, you're right. So, so to answer your question, so I I feel like Nintendo has been putting when they talk about earthbound, they actually, it seems like they really care about it these days. And I'm not trying to like, Oh, I love Nintendo. You know, like I, yeah, I mean, it is your job, but also I do appreciate you guys are very oh, unbiased. So I, I I do want to say that you guys are very like unbiased because like a lot of you know people comment on this stuff and it's like oh everything is good that you know happens but like I, I I do appreciate listening to you guys and you're like you know this maybe not so good like you know Alex's review of the latest Pokemon game was the first time I was like ooh boy uh, maybe I better think about this again. Um, Bring out and again, your your famous character Tug's collar. I, I I was like ooh boy, and that's the whole I mean, character. And that's the thing, right? Is like we we talk about Nintendo all the time. So we obviously like we do love it, but yeah, we have to be hard on it. It's like 
It's yeah. like uh, wanting your kid to grow up and like not be a, a shit bag. Like yeah. you just gotta, you gotta tell them when they're wrong. And um, yeah, but you were, you were saying though, like, oh, sure. But, but I, I, I feel like Nintendo, like they even, I don't know if you saw what they, uh, on the My Nintendo website, which I love it so much because it's basically like the spiritual successor to Club Nintendo, where you, you yeah. used to be able to like do pointless surveys that you would fill out. <laughs> whatever like i i would just i never really cared about them but i would fill out all the surveys to get the coins and then you would spend them to get cool you know, stuff I'm, I'm sure i have like some like free prize around here somewhere i had like a pikmin bag pikmin is that what your hat is your mario hat from that because that's what mine well, actually, is actually uh, grant's from amazon grant bought this yeah, oh grant really that's a gift a, from grant a different podcast we did yeah, yeah. uh, uh our so wario and waluigi uh we tried to coordinate with them and do a podcast crossover yep to nice. resounding success. Dang. Yeah, it was good. Well, um, and, so, and, and so, yeah, so Nintendo, like they, on, on that, on that My Nintendo website, they yeah. put out an earthbound luggage tag that you could order uh, that they also did this in Japan and Europe, I think as well. And they also put out like an earthbound notebook that was, it was called like Eight Melodies, which I believe. And that was, was for America too? Yeah. Yeah. They did it in the West. I was going to say Japan always gets yeah. the cool stuff, but you right. Know. And, and like, and it, and it has, um, it comes with a little, uh, like the luggage tag is of like a, a Mr. Saturn robot and it says earthbound on it. Like That's cool. they made something in the modern age with earthbound. So my hope is, is that, yeah, we will get mother three on the, at least in the Japanese side. And maybe Nintendo will like finally throw us a bone and, and work with the fan translators. Cause like I mother three is in, it's in my like top 10 favorite games. Like that, could be a movie. It could be a book. I know it's based on a book even as well, but yeah, uh, I played the fan yeah. translation like back in like uh, 2009 or something. Nice. And I loved it. Grant, I would say like, if you have a way to play it or find a way to play it, I recommend if you, like, way, or, if you like I'll Earthbound, find something. I would, I would say it's on my I list. I like it more everything than Earthbound. Else. In, uh, in some but, ways it is better partially because of like quality of life improvements. Like you can run, you can, and there's like the menus are easier to kind of, navigate and items and everything like that but yeah overall it's a that, very good narrative one thing that i think a lot of those games uh like really need that they didn't have back then because you only have so much space but like one mm-hmm. thing that i think like benefits certain things is like when you hover over an item and it says like what that item does yes when you don't have that you're just like i i'm just never gonna use anything i just <laughs> whatever it doesn't matter you gotta have the player's guide on hand like let me yeah. see where is that you know or like sometimes it'll say it, but then sometimes you're like in a battle and you're like, if I use this, will this do anything or do I just throw it out? You know, yeah. Like I, I played like Final Fantasy nine on Switch recently and they had a function where like you could ho- like you if you press minus and hover over anything, it would tell you what it was even in right. battle. And I'm like, thank God I'm not about to memorize. Yeah, all that, was, that was like what I hated about uh, playing Final Fantasy seven that also contributed to just me being like, oh, this is like this is like doing like a labor of like fucking playing this mm-hmm. is because it's like, I don't, I don't know what any of these item names are. This is totally different than every video game that I've played before because I'm not familiar with final fantasy. So like, you know, yeah, I have to Google every single thing. I'll just not. And then I didn't, I didn't like it that much. It's too I straightforward. You- I saw what was happening a mile <laughs> away. Yeah. Yeah. I knew Sephiroth bad guy. I knew it was going to be him. Yeah, I've heard that one Wayne Daniel song. I don't believe this is going anywhere good. I didn't trust him. Sephiroth, bad guy. I saw that silvery hair. I was like, "Uh, there's something weird about him. Grant, you're 100% right about that. Too young for white hair. Every any anime character with silver or white hair, they got some shit up their sleeves. Julian Assange, another anime villain. Yep. 
but I, I was going to say like, you know, as far as like adding mother three to the, you know, the switch online, I, I have a hard time believing they will do that and then not charge for that specifically because they know how high in demand it is. And I'm like, why not? Like I mentioned like earlier, like the remakes, I'm like, why not have the team that did Link's Awakening remakes, like do remakes of all those games and they could sell mother three people who play the, or people who play the original will buy this because it's new. And then people who didn't play it will play it because like, Oh, I heard how much hype there was for this for so long. You know, that seems to be the best option, but if they do bring it to like, you know, switch online, that would be amazing because it's a lot easier to play it on switch than it is to like torrent it or however people do it. I don't know. Um, that's another thing too. I don't want to go through all the hoops and ladders of if someone just gives me a thing with it, I'll go, okay, I'll, I'll do this. Exactly. It did feel like earthbound and like earthbound beginnings were saved for like a rainy day for Nintendo too, where like they had already expended or like they, they spent most of the, the quality games. Like they were mostly already on Nintendo switch online. Like I think one of the only ones we still don't have that people are begging for is like super Mario RPG. Otherwise, a lot of like Konami and Capcom and Square are doing like all their own collections and everything. But uh, so Earthbound was one of the final ones. So I could see like, I don't know, two years down the road when like they put out all of the Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Color games or whatever they want, putting it out there. But I I like your idea, though, too, of like a big team tackling it instead and and making it different, because there are some things in Mother 3 that like I think it's a very honest game and it, it 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 says things that most i think nintendo would be kind of afraid to put out there uh i could see uh, that yeah and and so i could i'd be fine with them like re-releasing it remastering it or remaking it and like and changing some elements to make it yeah mm -hmm. make it comfy for them you know i I think i that sounds like the ultimate plan because you're right like we already have mother three we can play it it's just not from nintendo and that does suck like mm-hmm. it'd, be, it'd be nice for I would love if Grant could just boot up his switch and just play Mother Three on it without having to ask any questions. Like I just exactly. want it to be. Easy. I hate just asking like, questions. I'll just be like stubborn those, and I'll sit yeah. in silence and I'll just invent problems for myself. And then we'll ask you how it was in the end, and you'll say, uh, "I I saw that. I all that I saw." <laughs> yeah, you know how I, I talk I, about. I, media with with the thirty episodes of Fire Bros we have under our belt, uh, where I do. Uh, poignant and valid. Well, on, those, on those episodes, time. you're a little less difficult. You're more open to talk about. What am I? Is it the sunglasses? Are you? <laughs> I think it might be. I think offense? it might be. It you you do. Oh look my a god! Little, put them back on. You are a little intimidating with the sunglasses. Like definitely a. Uh, you could I, could have also been like a a bouncer at a bar. I gotta say, I'm not I was a fan being of this. A, a, an undercover criminal, an undercover caught thought criminal. No, but I, I I would say like Grant. I don't think I could handle it if you said that because like that. I'll be honest, the, that is like maybe one of the few times a video game has ever made me cry is the ending of the I'm ending kidding. of Mother 3. God damn it, Grant. Slime gave me enough shit for what did, what did I you, say? You said you, you said you cried during uh, what was it? Uh, everything Everywhere I, or like. No, because no, it was uh, over, the garden, over the Garden Ball. Oh, really? Maybe. It was. Something I don't like know. I said something he, about cartoons and then he was making fun of me for saying, oh, you're crying for cartoons. And I said, no, it was like. I like teared up. It was like emotional. And he was well, like, over the was, garden wall. He was wearing that mask. Now, if that's the case, if you cover your face on this show, you're just uh, opening yourself up for uh, a brutal verbal beatdown. Well, let's be honest, Grant. He was being a little bit difficult on that episode. Just a little bit. Oh, it more, more so than me. Who's just sharing my opinion once asked for. You should never have done that. He put on a pumpkin head and turned into a different character with a different name. 
This well, this episode feels very safe in comparison to a lot of uh, other episodes, and not not safe <laughs> not for really. like the not safe for the contestants. That's not what I mean. I just also called us game show. Uh, game show. That's that's pretty but, uh, trite. I mean, I, come on especially down. when we had the, yeah. the format, uh, like the the more traditional format of thought cops, which we just got rid of. But I felt game showy. Come on down, sort of spin the, the wheel. <laughs> Where did you get that? What is that for? Oh, we've had that we, for years. We used <laughs> to use paws, this. No, get yeah. the monkey paws are bad, guys. No, that's the point. It's a it's choose like, your own punishment thing. There's a punishment for oh, things we God. talk about on the show, and yeah, yeah basically, now uh, we don't really do punishments anymore. It's more of an ethereal. Um, that sounds you know. worse. It is. It was worse. That's why we got rid My of it. So okay, people right. didn't listen you, to so us. You play tested it, and it was. We play tested it for five and a half years and then yeah. we went, people don't like this show. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh boy. okay, let, I, I turn into tugs on collar for a second. Right, then. yeah. Oh no, not that. That's, yeah. I'm going to start doing that now, even though I haven't, this is the first time I've oh, done an episode. You can't see it though, but. It's a great bit. It plays very well with anybody. Yeah. It's universal. Um, I'll pocket that one. But I wanted to ask you, like, I, like uh, speaking of like RPGs that are like about RPGs, have you played Yakuza 7 or Yakuza Like a Dragon? Oh, but I, I was just at, so believe it or not, in my town, there was an Earthbound themed Smash Bros. tournament that happened last weekend. Interestingly specific. Called, yeah, called Eugene Bound. This guy, Diego, and some of his friends put it on and it was just all like, they had Earthbound like themed stuff at the event. And they even had like an Earthbound bracket where you're like, you could only play as Ness and Lucas. And I was talking <laughs> with Diego at that and he told me about it. It's that's like a dragon, right? It's seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said like, it's very inspired by Earthbound. And that was the first time I heard about it. So I'm all ears and I've not played it yeah. either of them. So I, I, I'm a huge fan of the Yakuza series. I've played all of them. Uh, I started with zero. I went through one, two, three, four, five, six. And then just a couple months ago, I did start playing Yakuza seven. I held it off. You know, like a like a little treat I was waiting for, uh, and it was so amazing. Like the main character is like is in in the narrative of the story. He is a fan of Dragon Quest. Okay, and then they name drop it many times. He's like, oh, this is just like when the slimes would run away. <laughs> and he's just and the funny thing, like he's like this yakuza who like goes to. He's like you know when he's a young like a young man, he goes to jail for twenty years for a crime he didn't commit, and he comes out of jail, and he's sort of this like kind of stunted man child who sees everything like it's a video game or an RPG, but it's sort of like, because he was like, you know, I mean, that's sort of his personality, but he's like, I missed out on so much of my life and so much of the world. And it's about all these people who kind of like felt like fall through the, the, the holes in society's safety net. And it's this lovable crew of misfits of you get like recruit, like an ex cop, a homeless guy, uh, a lady hostess and all these kind of like, there's just so much to love there, but it's a game. It's an RPG it's a turn-based RPG where the main hero of the game is a fan of turn-based RPGs. And there's so many references and amazing things like that. But it's again, it's an amazing story, great characters. And I think like I I think you would like it if you like, you know, it's it I could see what they I didn't know it was inspired by Earthbound, but now that you mention it, I could definitely see it. You know, I, I kept thinking Dragon Quest because they mentioned sure. it, you know, throughout maybe- the game. Maybe I misheard too. Maybe he just said that I I could see it inspired no, I, by I, RPGs too, you know, but I mean the Earthbound ref because it's like again like they actually I wouldn't be surprised because the main character's like main weapon is a baseball bat now that I think oh, about yeah. it so okay. yeah I've seen that in marketing well, and that's the really weird connection too that I'm just now realizing is you know like we talked earlier about how like back when it came out people probably thought it was lame because it didn't have swords and like I I definitely mm-hmm. didn't care about Earthbound when I first heard about Ness and Smash and it was until years later that I like really 
uh, gained an interest in it. I almost felt the same way about Yakuza 7, where like I saw it come out and I've, I've seen tons of people screaming from rooftops about it, talking about how much they loved it. And I played Yakuza Kiwami, like the, the remake of the first okay, one. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. liked that. But I just didn't see, I didn't understand the appeal of 7. But maybe it's because of that similar feeling of like, you just have to play it to really get it. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, and maybe it's that I, I wanted something else in the modern age, you know, like like Earthbound has aged very well in the sense that it, it's so different than anything else back then. And maybe Yakuza 7 will be, I, I don't I don't know how it'll be looked back at on, or how people look back at it in the future. But um, but maybe that's part of it is that it just is, uh, it doesn't feel very like, human i guess in a sense too oh, like big time there, yeah there's like yeah. there i mean like uh, when i said one of the very few moments where a game made me want to like cry like yakuza 7 had like a couple moments that were like oh my god this is like heartbreaking shit okay yeah it was it was very very good i have a question is the yakuza still uh like exist in japan yeah oh i think in, so. yeah, in I think real so. life yeah it's like a serious like thing over there to some point, to like some extent, if, yeah. What if there was like a video game series in America that was like Bloods v Crips? Dude, I was like, and it's I just mean, a ragtag uh, bunch of just some fun dudes that have wacky adventures and sometimes beat each other with baseball bats. It's well, pretty Grant, wild that we have like a full series themed around these like right. mobsters that are actually probably really terrifying, but like, I've heard, in like, America, we're just things. like, oh, I love, I love, uh, I'm blanking on his name right now, like right. Kiryu or Kiryu, whatever, yeah. like, yeah, oh, he's so sweet. I've heard certain things, like, if you go to Italy, like, don't make mafia jokes, because the mafia's over there, and people are like, you know the mafia? The mafia killed my family. I, I, I just couldn't imagine being like, oh, yeah, Yakuza, my favorite game. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, me too. Well, oh, oh, yeah, in my Japan, cousin's in the Yakuza, but like in Japan, it's called like a dragon, dragon which oh, maybe okay. that's why. Oh, it is. But, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, and, yeah, I was going to ma- imagine like going into a shop there and like asking to see the Yakuza <laughs> merchandise. No, no, like, no, no, no. They like Duck take you the into counter. the back room or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, get like, and they're also like, super I needed strict. that clarification. Thank you. They're super strict about tattoos and stuff because, like, yeah, typically only Yakuza have tattoos in Japan. And I was like, somebody told me, like, I might not be able to get into a fucking hot <laughs> spring because I have this. Like, what kind of Yakuza am I going to be in with this fucking Homer Simpson? With a baseball Springfield bat. has a pretty uh, deadly, uh, deadly crew, you know? Dude, right. there wasn't, there, I'm not, there was an episode of The Simpsons where the Yakuza showed up. <laughs> Like Flander, like Flanders, his wife hires the Yakuza to fight against like Fat Tony's mob. It's amazing. You could be in that episode. But uh, fuck, what was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah, oh, Grant that killed your, me though. That killed me. <laughs> Grant, to your to your point though about uh, is about, Nintendo uh, releasing Bloods v Crips? No, the game, <laughs> the game, the game actually already does exist. It's for PlayStation Two, and it's called Sopranos: Road to Respect. Oh, that is a thing. Yeah, have you played that? No, <laughs> it looks terrible. I bought that as a gift for a buddy of mine that like loves movie games and like TV yeah. show stuff. I don't know how it is, but uh, I, all I, I know is I, I think you plays like a, an OC it, like to the Sopranos universe who yeah. works for the guys in Sopranos and they're just mean to you the whole time. Hey, you That's fucking cool. piece of shit. Get over here, <laughs> you cocksucker. That's what I liked about the Tony Hawk's underground games. You you created a skater and then it was like Bam Margera would like 
punch you in the dick or whatever and you're like yeah this is what i want back this now. is my fantasy yeah <laughs> <laughs> while you're you're also your character is also wearing like a him sweater or something like yeah, that too. yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah dude that yeah. game is like i was streaming that on uh kimono friend zone last year with uh garrett and them and i was like this game is so because like you said grant you make up your character and they're just like want to be friends with tony hawk dude tony right. hawk's so cool and they just talk about the characters. Like, I don't, I don't know people. what I don't know what friend group I want to be in. Do I want to be friends with Tony Hawk or do I want to be friends with Bam Margera and the Jackass guys? Dude, there was a level. They're like fighting over you. There was a level in the game. Oh yeah, because like, you get to like pick a crew in like Underground yeah. Two, yeah. something like, like that. On like, Bam or Tony Hawk's like side or something. Yeah, there's like a story mode, and like you go back and forth for some reason, and then I think the whole thing is just you're trying to like destroy the world. Because like Dude. you try and grind up like the uh, the Eiffel Tower to like destroy it or some shit, and then you go to like New Orleans and like bring all the go- all the ghosts out of the graves and haunt the place and shit. Like it was, and you do like running of the bulls in Spain and shit, and it was just like you destroy the world. You you f- team up with Tony Hawk and you destroy <laughs> the world. Well, I, no, you're not honestly not far off, Grant. I know. Like, I remember it. <laughs> no, there is a part where Bam Margera like hijacks a Russian tank. <laughs> I'm not fucking making this up. Like, um, I actually even fact checked it here, and he says, mm, "Tanks, ah, oh, tank. Look at these tanks. Damn, look at these tanks." That's a quote from Bam Margera from Tony Hawk's Underground. God, there's like, a, he's in Russia. There's a scene from the uh, television show Viva La Bam, and uh, I think I saw some episodes of it when I was younger, and it was on one of those like memories that like uh, like a repressed memory, and I saw a clip of it on YouTube, and it like brought me back to uh, early 2002 of uh, in Viva La Bam, they like borrowed like a pirate ship for like someone's birthday, and they were like. Oh man, we we gotta uh, use these cannons, and they like lit off a cannon, and they did like a CGI cannonball came out of it, and then they were like, "Dude, the fucking coast guards out after us, man!" And like the coast guard planes were like flying towards the pirate ship, and it's like, did we really buy this back then? People r- were really into this shit. It's just a different, it was a, a different, different time to be alive. World, yeah, yeah, for real. I just found out the other day Shrek is also a playable character in one of the underground games just to like no pull shit. It back yeah. to the yeah, Shrek that's was amazing. Darth Maul. I don't remember how I found that, but yeah, I like I knew about Darth Maul cuz was he in Pro Skater 3? Yeah. I think yeah. Wolverine was he like maybe he, he was, was also like a bunch of yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. But then yeah, just bam, Shrek. That's Why? amazing. I did not know that. No, uh, Ziana, I have I have one last Earthbound related question for you. I know we've been talking then about this for a while. Then we should get to voicemails. I think this yeah. is going to be an, a oh, longer sure. episode than usual. Yeah. But uh, one I'm, last I'm question, fine, by the way, too. So cool. this, this, is, this is something I've been wondering for a long time. Oh, uh, Onet, Onet, Onet. How do you pronounce it? The name where ne- or the name of the town where Ness lives. So with a name like mine, where my name is pronounced Zion, it should be probably Zion. I've never really been like a real stickler of like how something should be pronounced. You know, like if people, yeah. someone wants to say Kyogre or Kyogre, they, they love Pokemon, Pokemon. So it's fine. Um, but for See, me, Pokemon is valid. Damn it, Grant. So I used to, I win dude, again. maybe it's the Midwest. I don't know. But I, when I started doing like YouTube full time, I got like just so much crap for saying Pokemon that I've retrained myself to say Pokemon. Uh, I say it wrong you. on purpose. Dude, for real. So I, I get those comments. But then I need like, every comment you, you I can get. You see the TV goes like Pokemon, like in, in the, the 
right? The the commercial breaks or whatever, I think says that. It's more like a, it's Pokemon. Cause like the, there's it? an accent, uh, the accent goo okay. over the A or the ah, E rather. You're, you're I don't right. know if it's French. It but is. I always, po- uh, Pokemon. And I, I, th- I thought some people have said to say Pokemon. So it's like, that's what I usually I, I say. Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. Pokemon. So I don't think there's a right or wrong to it. Um, I've never said one at, when I heard that, I was like, what? Like, even though I'm, Tucson, I'm over here talking about Reed, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And one, that does make sense. At. Yeah. But Phonetically, I, I, that, that doesn't, you would never say one at. Exactly. I always say, say Onet. Onet, yeah. Same. Yeah, I like Onet as well, but I've Onet has always been what I, I think what I've said. But I don't know, yeah. maybe I retrained my brain again and just didn't realize it. I don't know. Maybe someone scolded me, but well, somebody, yeah. somebody in your documentary said on it, and I'm like, oh shit, have I been saying it wrong the whole time? Oh, we need to get Noam Chomsky on the podcast. He's a linguistics professor. He'll he'll figure out how to pronounce the town names in Earthbound. It'll take him 82 years to get a sentence out. That's mean. He's like 98 years yeah, old. Come on, man. One of them. That's yeah. fucked. No, just um, getting him on would be nice. Speaking it of would weird, be, yeah. Speaking of comments, so I do want to read one quick. Uh, this is a really quick weird comment section. Weird comments. It's uh, my creation. I got into <laughs> a little bit of hot water uh, with with some. Uh, we put up a video with uh, the Zwick episode. So we've been doing this segment where we read the comments people have been leaving on our YouTube uh, reels or shorts. Shorts, um, yeah. I like we've that. just been in, we've been getting very bad reactions, and it's it's weird oh, because it's okay. almost sort Maybe of like fish out of water sort of thing because we've been doing this podcast for a long time and usually we get good reactions but then when you clip it you take it out of context people look at that they go fuck you and sure, like they, they don't know what's going on right or something no not at all sometimes they just say i don't know what's going on and then we say <laughs> listen to the episode and they go no <laughs> damn it i thought they, that would work at yeah. least they take the time to say no i guess they just want to argue that's fucking silver lining so uh, I put up this like clip of us talking about like hippies and juggalos. And we were saying like, we came to a conclusion that like juggalos are an offshoot of hippies or perhaps like juggalos are like hippies evolved. Like if you get a was, hippie, a I was very stone. defiant on this, by the way, but, uh, well, the clip, the clip we mentioned, that's what we talk about in it. And then, uh, we got a comment from somebody. Um, well, I don't want to just shout out their username, but if you go to the short, you can see it. They said, and this is a juggalo because he's got a hatchet man avatar. He says, you don't know anything about us. So stop assuming everyone is different. Most of us actually do not wear clown paint. Learn more about things and research our culture before talking down on anyone. Okay. That's pretty well said, right? You know, I can't yeah. argue with that. Uh, we were just sort of riffing and I thought it was a safe space because, you know, our guest Swick is a juggalo. He said people do wear face paint. He, and in his words, he said that they were sweaty and stinky, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I remember a, seeing a, people wear face paint back like at, I, I've never went to like a show where ICP has played before, but I've, I've seen people actively wear it before. So exactly. It's like it's, right. It's not like it, it's not like it doesn't happen. I would. Exactly. Right? I think that this is also a, uh, a difference in, um, in presentation too, because I took the same clip. I put this on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got way less views, way less likes. I think it got like 14 likes on TikTok. Um, not one of our better ones. One of our better ones has been the Doug Walker one where he eats the oh yeah, cum, yeah. Uh, cinnamon roll. Uh, yeah. But hmm. I, when I do the TikTok video, uh, I put this little caption <laughs> above Zwick. I said, uh, idiot podcast guest thinks hippies and juggalos are basically the same thing. 
So maybe maybe yeah. just to clarify, maybe if you add a little graphic, people will go. Yeah, I, I probably oh, should. Oh, he's a moron. Oh, I get it. Oh, we're laughing at him, not with him. Okay. Yeah, because they think that he's like part of the show, and like he is, but like people don't need to know that. So then I, I responded to this guy in good faith. I said, "Well, we'd come hang out at the next gathering if there is one." And he responds, "Nah, we're good." What? <laughs> Shut down. I was trying to break bread with this guy. Okay, you know what? We'll come. We'll check it out. Maybe uh, you he want- tried to break F- Fago. I was like, you know, you say I don't research the culture. I'll go in there. I'll well, I'll be among, you know, juggalo kind and see what's going on. And he just denied me. And I said, well, if you listen to the episode, you know that our guest himself is a juggalo. And he didn't respond. He'll never respond. He's That's gone. That's such a good example of of just somebody like i don't know being upset for not at you or just like just just taking their anger out on somebody else which like as people on the internet which i know you know everybody is somebody online now uh you just have to deal with so much garbage and maybe that person yeah. was assuming you guys were being jerks but to then like not like come back at what you said with some sort of respect you know was that's like wh- why why are you even saying anything then this is also not my first time trying to go to a gathering because like years ago I did like I was like uh, I did like where I worked for like a public access station in my hometown for a bit and they would like lend me the cameras and mics and stuff to go films like if they were like, OK, you can film like whatever sketch comedy shit you want to film as That's long as you sweet. like you let us play it on our you know public access station and you bleep uh-huh. out the swear words. So I and I could get press passes to go to stuff and I got um, I tried to get a press pass to go to the gathering of the Juggalos. And I emailed the guy, I sent him this very long, you know, I'm like, hi, I work for such and such station. Da, da, da. I'm like trying to do this, you know, it'd be, I was like, basically just, you know, checking to see if that would be a possibility. And the guy would just like, just some guy named Jason responded. And he's like, we don't have any more passes all over case. And I'm like, okay, well, I just sent an email back and he's like, we don't have passes. I'm like, okay, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to learn here. And these people are shutting me out at every turn. Did I ever tell the story on here about, uh, when I worked, uh, like my, school office job at UIC and uh, I worked uh, for maybe a half a year to a year for uh, Hannibal Burris's sister actually yeah. um, mm-hmm. and it was before before he was famous and she was like yeah my brother's like a stand up comedian he lives in New York he's done some writing jobs for like SNL and stuff and I was like oh cool uh, who's that and she's like his name's Hannibal and I was like I don't know who that is and um she was like, yeah, I wanted to see him perform at uh, this thing. And he was like, no, don't come to this. And she was like, uh, it's called the the gathering of the, the Jugaloos or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, don't go to that. Um, and that ended up being, I think, the same one where people pelted Tila tequila with uh, glass bottles. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't think we were too far off on there. No, no. They the the Juggalos saw what was ahead. They saw what was coming and they were probably. Back then, they weren't right to do so, but like knowing what we know now, it's like, well, well, they didn't know what we know now. They just wanted to throw things. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Just like Andrew WK. Yeah, they threw, they threw fucking rocks at him. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's our weird comments section of the episode. Let's move on to some listener voicemails. 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Let's have a listen. Your guys' little tone thing is so cute. I love that. Um, hey, it's spaghetti. What? Uh, I have a little, small, little two minutes of hate. I'll tr- it won't actually be two minutes. He's talking about the voicemail. Oh, um, hello. I don't get why everybody that I know that has a Twitter account 
thinks that anybody gives a fuck about what they have to say about anything. You like don't. I don't like everybody. I'm just hoping people do so that people listen some to kind of like the show activist or political pundit or something. And it's like it's not even like a whole bunch of people are saying shit that like I disagree with necessarily because even the people who I do agree with like politically or whatever, I just want them still to shut the fuck up because. I, I can't. I can't keep watching Backless. people that and I love center. and respect rot their fucking minds with a blue bird app. I don't know. That's probably not that much of a hot take. I just feel like I need. No, to not really. To someone. Mm-hmm. Anyways, bye, fuckers. I love you. All right. Thank you. Um, love you too, fucker. But he just recently become a patron, and he's been sort of circling our fan base for a little bit of a while so maybe he just started listening maybe that's why he's calling it hmm, maybe after five years of being in the discord <laughs> i'll check i'll check it out yeah uh, i agree with everything you said i agree and i disagree on to the next one people he saw that he saw it to have an outlet but it's it, yeah it does it does feel like sometimes people latch on to things like uh what, what's the what's the term um uh, it's like a bandwagon bandwagoning yeah, um, but, yeah, but I mean, people just need to people need to say stuff, and it's interesting how some people just cannot like uh, detach it. But yeah, um, it's it's like a fine line because I I also watch these platforms just like get overwrought with like Nazis, and you would hope that if there's like a mainstream element to this, you would hope that like you see enough voices from both sides, and people are receiving at least an equal amount of information if they're being like. uh you know, sort of like bombarded with all this shit anyways, that like you don't want it to all of a sudden become the wrong type of echo chamber. But at the same time, it's just like, yeah, not everybody needs to comment on everything at all times. And like that, like your statement of this, like maybe it contributes in a way, but it's not the end all be all of like, I have the take that will make people stop, you know, right? like fix everything. Right. Yeah. But it, yeah. On to the next, next one. Next voicemail. Uh, hello again, Kevin and Grant. Hello. I know you both miss me so desperately now that we have each other's <laughs> numbers and have a bit of a correspondence going on. This guy's a nice Anyways, voice. Not me. Yeah, does. I just want to say, very proud that you went back immediately on your word and started representing Family Guy. Very, very happy mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, for Mr. Nintendo, assuming I timed this voicemail right, I wanted to know, since you're the the Nintendo Insider, what's probably the most nefarious secret act the Nintendo Ninjas have committed, if you're allowed to share that information? If there's a, some sort of MK Ultra of Nintendo, I'd be very intrigued to know what that would be. All right, thanks. Talk to me later. Talk to you later. Fuck. <laughs> this is how we got into this problem in the first place. That that's was, that's Kevin, like us in the podcast. Kevin, do you know uh, what MK Ultra is? I do, but I want to say really quick... Okay. I want to say really quick. Uh, so this is the guy who called in like a few weeks ago and he said, call right. me back. So right. then I did on my personal cell phone. I don't and know I why said, you did. I, well, after the fact, I was like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. This guy has my phone number now. He seems like a nice enough guy. Like Zian said, he's got a great voice. Uh, so I called him. He didn't answer. And then that episode, <laughs> that episode came out. And later on that day, I got a text from a number that said, now that the episode is out, this call from Illinois makes much more sense. So we texted uh. for a little bit. And uh, yeah, nice. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, he's right. I did back down on my New Year's resolution of not referencing, uh, ironically referencing Family Guy at all. Um, I said I would stop because I wanted to challenge myself as an artist. 
I wanted to do something different, something that I don't. Well, it doesn't do help that we also constantly. like dangle it in front of you, like you know, if no, you're a recovering alcoholic, it's not like we're going to be popping beers in front of your face, you know. I mean, it basically, is that you know, I'm you know, I'm I'm still in uh, remission, and you guys are remission, or what recovery, re sure, something, yeah, yeah. and. Well, I- Oh, ahead, I, just gonna say, I, I don't have any secret, you know, like that's the, the, the funniest thing. And like, it's, it's annoying sometimes, but I really, I should never be mad about it. Cause it just, it just gets old, you know, but people think that like we talk to Nintendo and we know all the juicy <laughs> stuff and we were like, or worse, people think that like we're paid by Nintendo. Uh, and we're, we're not like if we, if we were, we would, we, we do sponsored content and that's when we tell people, you know, or, or that's when, that's when we're paid by companies. Yeah. That's um, when you disclose it. Yeah, exactly. We're yeah. still honest in that anyways, but um but uh the thing that I am upset about at Nintendo for is the Mario 3D World thing. Like when they they or the the 3 3D All-Stars collection. Yeah, super um, lame. Yeah, when they released that and then they Disney vaulted it. Like that is just a really bad trend and I I will just never forgive Nintendo for that. Uh and I, that, it's such like a I feel so like stupid being like I'll never forgive you, but yeah. it's just it's very like anti-consumer and it it's it's stretching yeah. into like a yeah. A territory that I it makes me uncomfortable. So, uh, so I don't know. That's I I hate that. Does, does that count? That counts. Whatever. And I think like yeah, the Nintendo Ninjas thing. I think that's when like somebody like uh hacks their database or like you know uh, is, mm-hmm. is sharing their like emulators and ROMs and stuff like that. And then they have people like you know whatever look into it and they're sure. Them- I mean I. I suppose that that sucks, like because Sega is so cool about like letting anyone make anything Sonic related. But then Nintendo's like, oh, you want to make a a Metroid remake for fun? Like, no, you can't do that now. Sorry. Sorry, kid. Well, I think Sega knows about all the fan art and there's like there's no way we're (laughs) controlling this. And they're just like, dude, do whatever (laughs) you want. Leave us out of it. They like put up a wall and then it immediately got like knocked down and they were just like, yep. Dude, they That's put fine. like the, the the official Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter like last week put up this bizarre post and it was this joke. It was like uh, it was a picture of tails next to two jars and one said swear jar. Yeah. And it, and it was like empty. And the other jar was like filled with rings and emeralds and stuff. And it was like jar for like jar for a number of times we've seen fan art we wish we didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just so weird to see them like acknowledge that like they've most definitely they're, seen like Vor. They're reverse Streisand affecting it. They're I mean, just going, hey, we don't care. Go ahead. You are supposed to be like, what, 13 years or older to have a Twitter account. So maybe that's where like their mentality is, is like, oh, like only teenagers and adults are going to see this anyways and whatever. Yeah. But you're right. Like if Nintendo did something like that, I don't. Can you imagine? Right. Yeah. It, it, I can't. No, actually, I can't. You're, t- you're absolutely right. It would break my mind. It would, it, would, it would actually make me sad. It would make me sad if I knew Mario was like looking at like porn of himself. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> he dies. Yeah, all right. Only to be brought back by his coins. Uh, speaking of being brought back, uh, let's play this next one. Uh, I also, b- before you play this next one, I, I just I want to shout out. Uh, like in, I'll send this video to you guys actually because I'm really proud of it. I buried yeah. uh, a plush toy of Mario like during the time when uh, the All Stars collection got pulled and like the Mario. Uh, um, what was it? The Mario versus game Mario. Oh my gosh. The Mario 90. It wasn't 99. What was it called? Oh God. I don't remember. Oh, Mario 35. 35. I was yeah. like Mario 30. That doesn't seem right. But yeah, 35. Thank yeah. you. When that happened, I did this like crazy dramatic video of like me, like 
like the first 10 seconds is like just a field and I like carry this like bag up to this field and I like I just bury something and then I finally reveal it's Mario at the end. Um and uh yeah, so speaking of Mario dying, I uh I'm just very proud of that stupid thing. So, yeah. Now, that that like is it. exactly how it happened too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I wore I wore like a suit with a Mario pin as well, like I was like an executive at Nintendo like just doing the deed late at night when no one was looking. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Damn. Well, he's so, somehow he's kicking. Like Grant said, it's those damn coins. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Yeah. Let's hit this next voicemail. Uh, hello again, Kevin and Grant. I know you both. Nope. I hit the wrong button. Okay. Oh, um, when he said hello again, I was like, oh, hello again, again. I believed it. All right. Uh, take me back from here. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Grant. It's Martin. Uh, just had to call in to thank you all again for having me on last week. Hello. Uh, gotta ask oh, thank you for coming on. Uh, now that we have uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games as part of Switch Online service, and uh, we're going to have Kirby's Tilt and Tumble down the line, do you think we're going to get any other games, uh, like for weird gimmicks we're building for the carts? Like, do you think we'll get, like, WarioWare Twisted, because that has the same kind of uh, gyroscope gimmick? Hmm. Or, I don't know, put something in there, do the solar sensor from Boktai or something, do that with the IR camera. I just, oh man, I want those games. Anyway, hope you boys are doing well. Thanks for doing what you do. Bye. Oh, thank you. I love where Martin's at because I legit yesterday I was thinking in the shower about Boktai and the solar sensor was like, do you think Konami would ever, like, we don't get weird accessories for the Switch. Wait, real quick, do you you often think about Boktai in the shower? I, uh, I, it's, it's come up a few times. I have a few Boktai Fair. videos, like, or I, I have a video that I want to do about the game at some point. So it, it comes up, you know, that's like this. Is that a Kojima game? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he yeah. at least produced it, which I know that's kind of like a, a, a gray area. Like I don't know really what his impact was. Sure. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, he produced the first and second one. And then there's a third one in Japan that never came out. So like, it'd be crazy if they re-release those or if they found a way to use the IR sensor. But yeah, I definitely think we'll get like WarioWare Twisted since we have the motion controls now. Maybe we'll get Drill Dozer and maybe it'll use uh, HD Rumble in the Switch. And I think there's even, um, I have it on the shelf, Yoshi Topsy Turvy as well as another motion game uh, for Game Boy Advance. So yeah, I think I think Tilt and Tumble is a really good example of Nintendo like trying to pull cool things out of their backlog. And I I, I bet we'll see more of that. And our, our friend Martin, for the record, he he collects Game Boy cameras. No way. So Why? like he, I don't he he orders a bunch from Japan, and it's so funny. Like the kind of the shit that he's shown us that's on these cameras from like kids in Japan in like 1998. It's just like the fucking like you, dude. I, does he make videos, Martin? You should make like a video where you just show off like everything that's should. on these things. Yeah, he should. You should. Like it'd be like opening booster packs up, and like I don't know. That's that, true. that sounds super fun. Like a like an unwrap video. Yeah, yeah. Unwrap videos do so well on the internet if you if you do them right. But to God, be fair, some, some of the unwrap. content on there is uh, you don't know, just there's a lot of weird stuff on there. That's all oh. I'm going to say. Okay, so maybe maybe it's not all like they arrived with weird stuff, or Martin put weird stuff oh, on them. Well, oh. Martin Martin says they arrived with uh, mm. you know, people taking pictures of magazines that they're not supposed to have. I'll just mm. say that magazines. Could you imagine taking a picture like like you're in a store and you're like, man, I, I got to remember this for when camera. I get home. Yeah, like you're plagiarizing a magazine with a Game Boy camera. You can barely tell what it is. Right. <laughs> uh, let's hit this next voicemail, though. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Grant. Hey, uh, some guy. 
It's a nice race for the fan of Garrett Hunter. I've been watching. Nice racer, fan of Garrett Hunter. And they recently played Bowser's Fury. I was wondering whether you could talk about the game design and what you thought was good about it. Of Bowser's Fury. Uh, Thought cops are cool. Damn. Hell yeah. Very strong ending on that one. Yeah, it was it was very clear and to the point. I, I liked that. Thought cops are cool. Damn. That's true, yeah. That's uh that should be our tagline. We should put that uh the slogan. Yeah, a quote like on the front of the box, know. you know. Yeah. Thought cops are cool. Dot dot dot. Damn. Well, I have that I have that uh that cup, Kevin, that uh every time you're here you you pick out the coffee cup that says uh crack out was cool and it's the little green dragon and he's I haven't seen that in a long time. Up. It's still, I still own it. I've owned it since our uh, family trip to Poland in 1994. It's a good cup. It's very etched, but um, I, I haven't played, I've played a very, very small amount of Bowser's Fury. I actually do want to go through and like actually give, give it a, a the old college try. Zeon, I've maybe what, played what do you more, think? I've maybe played more Balan Wonderworld than Bowser's Fury as well. Oh and it's God. not... I know that's awful to say out loud uh, now that I'm, you know, but hey, like you said, uh, I, we try to be unbiased and honest. So uh, fair enough. Fair it's, enough. It's one of those that like I'm hoping to spend a real solid just like one night with it because I've heard it's, it's short enough. But yeah, uh, have you have you played it all the way to the end? I have. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Grant, you were talking to me like you and your girlfriend were playing co-op um, for oh, Bowser's Fury for Bowser's Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we were we were doing it hmm. for uh, the one that it's attached to the 3D world yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and then we tried Bowser's Fury, and I was like, "Oh, this is stupid. Let's not do this." And then we just yeah, stopped I, I, doing it, and then we didn't play it. I can't speak to the co-op for it, but um, I mean, it's bad. It's just like the the Galaxy co-op where you just get the little pointer and you yeah, just yeah. point at things, and you're like, "Why? Why would I do this?" Because like I play the single player mode and man, I fucking love yeah, it. Yeah, I need to do that. It was like, it's like a, it's a miniature open world game. You know, it's yeah. like there's little mini, like little Mario 3D platforming levels, but you have to sail around this like sea to get to them. And there's different things and stuff to find. And then the giant Bowser that yeah, appears. Mario in the middle Wind Waker. Honestly, it did feel a little bit like that in the best way possible. And it was like, I really hope that whatever next mainline Mario game they choose to make that this is like a blueprint for what they end up doing. Cause it felt like very Odyssey inspired. Um, it was like, it was like a very, very big Odyssey level and that was it, you know, but it was like almost like within that big level, there's a bunch of small little things, but they're interconnected and you can get power ups and do stuff. Um, I don't know if either of you played Sonic adventure, but I, I love oh yeah. that game and I, I know that's a, that's kind of a sin in its own right. But yeah, uh, people, I think people have come around on it more. Over yeah. The years. I think people have come around. It seems yeah. to be. I love that the uh, that they copied the 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 final fight from Sonic Adventure as the the big boss fights in uh, Bowser's Fury though, where like uh, you know Sonic goes supersonic and then he fights this giant creature in the sea. It's, yeah. it's basically the same thing, uh, right? From at least from what I've seen, but I, I haven't played Bowser's Fury, so I should I actually should no, I didn't even think about that. But you are one hundred percent correct. <laughs> it, is, it is pretty similar. I yeah, I highly recommend Sounds giving it in the go. Oh, Grant. Well, it's Mario, though. Like, don't yeah. you want to see Mario go Super Saiyan? Like, that's it's I mean, something finally, I never his, thought his would. mustache turns blonde. I mean, I, yeah, can, I, I can guarantee it, I've only you, seen him from the back. No, it's just a cat suit turns into okay. like a giant lion. But I was going to say, if you I can guarantee if you Google Super Saiyan Mario, you'll have no shortage of amazing pictures <laughs> to look at. Uh, but that being said, Grant, was that the last voicemail? Yeah. Was that four or three? That was four. Okay. 
312-788-7361 or send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Zeon, where can people find you and Nintendo Life and everything you have online? Sure. Uh, I, by the way, I just like to confirm Mario. Yeah, you're right. His mustache does not change to gold or yellow at all. It is just it's it's matte black still. Oh, shit. Uh, it's it's all right. The next game, right? Uh, but people can find me. Please, uh, please, please, please. I use uh, Zion Dude, spelled Z-I-O-N-D-O-O-D, on all my socials. Uh, but I make videos Monday through Friday for Nintendo Life. So you can go find the the Earthbound documentary that I made. Uh, the Mother We Share is just right on there. It's a full like hour long documentary for free. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I do. We do a lot of reviews and we'll do discussions and weird stuff whenever we have the time. And and we we try to keep it fun there and just and and straight and to the point, you know, because we. We just like games and I'm so glad and thankful that like you see that about us too. Cause that's, you know, we're just, we're just trying to do weird stuff, but still also just tell it like it is. Yeah. It's no, your like, creation. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we just want to have fun and, and, and just it's video games at the end of the day. So. Right. Yeah. No, it's just, you know, it's cause it's sometimes it's fun. Like I, I watch something and I'm like, I want to hear what somebody else has to say about this, you know? So you guys do a good job of that for sure. Thanks, Not man. me. Thanks. I come up with my own thoughts and interpretations on the media that I can see. Well, well, Grant. you know, some people like to discuss uh, the endings of video games with others once they've they've gotten there. Just yeah, no, I'm totally with that. I just oh, I'm okay. saying that I don't do that before I arrive at my conclusions. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, just well, just I, clarifying. I well, I'm sure we'll pick this up in the next episode, no doubt, Grant. But in the meantime, uh, if you want to support the show, get a backlog of bonus content and be a part of the episode. Uh, head on over to patreon.com slash thought cops. I want to give a shout out to our newest patron this week, Rye. Ooh, Rye. Thank you, Rye. Uh, Zion, thank you so much for doing the show. Uh, thank you for sticking around. This is a long one. Thank you guys for listening to the end. And we'll see you on the other side. Thought is cops. This, is, it's good. I was like, Damn. Is this where I get shot? See you on the other uh, side. This, this is I where guess, we shoot the audience. This is vaguely threatening. I don't know why I do this. Yeah, you do that every... You point a gun at the camera and say, see you on the other side. And I, every episode I go, are you sure you want to end the episode that way? And you go, absolutely. I'll see you on the other side. And Zion is running away. Oh, oh shit. And grabbing a... He's got what, the super scope. Yeah, the scoop, it's, it's super Ness, scope. Ness made, me, Ness made me do it. All right, we're out. we're all matched here, Grant. <laughs> We're gonna have to cut the recording and cut our losses. See, this is this is the this gun looks massive like this. This is the action figure portion of the show, and then next episode we'll get to the light up shoes portion. You really will not let that comment it's go. They, they got they it's got under your comment. skin. No, no it it's I genuinely like it. I like that as a criticism of the show. Next time someone asks what is Thought Cops about, I'm going to say it's about action figures and light up shoes. I mean, Anamanaguchi pulls it off really well that like the band that did the Scott Pilgrim video game soundtrack. Yeah, they, yeah. like tell everybody that their band is an amalgamation of their favorite brands uh, when it just isn't at all. And yeah. uh, that that shtick is like it's it's so funny. I, I, I don't shoes. know. I dig it. I'm gonna get some light up shoes for real. Uh, Thanks guys for listening. Down. See you uh, on the other side. Bye bye.